the devil's work. Hello and welcome to Real Horror Show Episode 4. I'm Lee Richmond. <laughs> and I'm the freshly rebooted Mark Green. Mark Green, who's looking really paranoid today because he's come around to do this podcast and there's a jar of Vaseline sat on my uh, table. And next to that is a hammer. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's got me doubly concerned what's going on. Are you sweating? <laughs> You're in for a treat today, big boy. Thanks. <laughs> On today's show, we're going to be discussing our top 10 favourite horror remakes. And of course, uh, Lee set the little caveat of we cannot include John Carpenter's The Thing uh, or David Cronenberg's The Fly. So that's made an interesting challenge for me. You've got to be fucking kidding. I think it would have been too obvious. Oh, we yeah. would have both had the same top Yeah, The Thing would have been number one. Fly yeah, and The Fly number two. It's, it's simple as that. So uh, yeah, they're excluded from this because we thought we'd make it a little bit more challenging for ourselves. Did you find it challenging at all? A little bit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I had to do quite a bit of research into what I would choose because they just weren't coming to my head. Yeah. You know, good remakes were not flying into my head. Like, ten of them, that was quite a thing. But I've, I've actually settled on something, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what I've got. Yeah. They are films that I really like in an order that I'm quite happy with. So. Yeah, same here. When I had to think, I probably managed four. So I had to yeah, do the same thing, research a little bit online, and then finally because I've kind of set a little criteria for mine. So they're in order of, obviously, preference. Yep. But I've also done it on, uh, to help me adjust which one goes where a little bit more, I've done it in order of which one I'm least likely to moan about if you put it on rather than the original. Well, that must have made it fucking impossible. <laughs> so that was, that was my other little... The thing I'm least likely to moan about. Yeah, yeah. So some film, if you've gone, we'll use Nightmare on Elm Street, because I doubt any of us have got it, but you never know. <laughs> so if someone's gone, do you want to watch Nightmare on Elm Street? And I've gone, yeah, okay. And they put on the original, uh, I'm happy. But if they put on the remake, I'm going to moan like fuck. So that's how I've kind of okay. adjusted my So your, your criteria is, if someone put it on and you moaned like fuck... It's going to be lower down the list, whereas the one at number one, I'm not going to moan if you put it on rather than the original. So what you're saying is... They're not films that you necessarily really like. No, they're, oh, they're, they're what? No, no, that's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's oh, fine. They, they are on a list of ones that I like. I mean, number 10 I did struggle with a little bit, and some of the others are slightly interchangeable, but it's took me a while to get this, to get my list done. But yeah. Yeah, I think, but, to be fair, my number 10 is a film that I think is all right. Okay. It's not a film that I think, yeah, it's a yeah. fucking good remake. It's, it's a film that I think is all right. Yeah, I had that with my number 10 because I've had like three that I kept switching in and out of there until I settled on one. Yeah, so uh, we can get to it if you like. Okay, who's, who's going to go first? Who's taking I it? will go first if you want. Okay, okay. I'll take one for the team. Go for it. Save you the Vaseline trauma. <laughs> Are you ready? I am. So, coming in at number 10 <laughs> is the Friday the 13th remake from 2009. 
directed by Marcus Lisball and starring Jared Pedalecki, who uh, people know best from Supernatural, and Derek Mears as Jason Voorhees. We happened to be in the cinema at the same time. Or did we go together? We went together. We did go together. Yeah. I know, but me and my wife went and you came with us, didn't you? Yeah. I can't remember anything about that film to really... My reasoning for picking this is because it's all right. It's it's a Friday the 13th film. And as long as you stick to the general formula of a th- Friday the 13th film, you've got a Friday the 13th film. I.e. it takes place in a summer camp, nice space, <laughs> or Manhattan. On a boat. And it's filled with horny, drinking teenagers who are just there to be murdered. Because wasn't it a mixture of the first three? Yeah, I think the, uh, the opening scene I think which goes it's got one of the longest opening scenes before the titles uh, in, in film and it goes on for about 25 minutes or oh, something, really? something stupid like that and it incorporates stuff from the first three films okay. uh, the first film where he sees his mum killed the second film because he, he wears the, the bag on his head at the start and the third film because he gets his hockey mask Yeah. although he doesn't get it from some bumbling <laughs> fat love of a life he gets it from uh, some serial masturbating fucking weed growing hillbilly I don't remember any of it. Yeah. I haven't seen that since we saw it at the cinema. Yeah, the dude who he gets his hockey mask off is like in the middle of like licking a porno mag or something weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. I need to watch that again. His girlfriend's a stall mannequin. <laughs> no, I definitely don't remember this. But yeah, I mean, I liked it. It was it was one of the only sort of remakes to come out of Michael Bay's, is it Platinum Dooms? Oh, yeah. yeah. That, uh, that I actually enjoy. It wasn't Texas Chainsaw one of those as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which I didn't really like. And the Nightmare on Elm Street obviously was the other one which we've just discussed and yeah. both agree is a rancid turd. Did you see they're doing another Texas Chainsaw that's due out next Netflix? Week? Yeah. The, yeah. Do you see the trailer for yeah, it? Yeah, it looks quite good. Yeah, I did like that shot. I know we're slightly digressing, but under the crawl space under the floor and the chainsaws coming through and following yeah. the girl through. Yeah, hopefully that does a bit good because... Yeah, um, all the other ones have been asked. Yeah, I mean, Leatherface, was it? The sort of prequel yeah. one? That was... Terrible. I was, and the uh, the 3D one. Yeah, that was that was fucking horrible. The math didn't make sense for the years because that was supposed to be some relative, wasn't it? Was she a daughter or something? The girl in that a niece. Do you think, cousin? I think she was like. But it happened four faces. years later, and she wasn't forty. No, <laughs> no, she was like twenty-one. I rewatched that recently, actually, to uh, remind myself just how bad it was. Oh, right. oh. And then sat there full of self-loathing and put myself through it. <laughs> but yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, I, ca- I can't remember it well enough to really. It's all right. It's that. enjoyable. It's uh, it's a Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, I'll have to and watch it again. As long as you stick to a very basic formula, you've got a Friday the Thirteenth film. So it kind of achieved what it set out to do. They didn't really change anything. I mean, I quite like Derek Mears as Jason Voorhees. He-, he played the part well. It was all right. Okay. Yeah. Your turn, number 10. So my number 10 is from 2013, and I don't like the first 20 minutes of this film, but when it kicks off, I'm happy. Okay. And that is the remake of Evil Dead. See, I thought that would come higher on your list. Nope. Weird. I really don't like the first 20 minutes. They're such a bumbling fucking bunch of idiots. You know, they find the trap door, As and a- there's a pile of gore and chunks of flesh that lead into it, so they open it up, and there's the buzzing of flies they go in there there's dead animals hanging up they still nose around they find this thing wrapped in a black bin bag and barbed wire so he takes it and randomly an armed shotgun into a room where someone's on rehab and he's going to be freaking out but that's fine and then he cuts it open and sees don't read it don't say it and goes yeah I think I'll read this out loud (laughs) Matu Marada once it gets going, I don't mind it too much. The, the, the gore effects are fantastic. The special effects I, I really, really enjoy. But based on my criteria of how much I'd moan if you put it on over the original, I'd much rather watch the original by a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, anybody who likes those films would probably watch the original, but it still comes as a surprise to me. Okay. I mean, you complain that they're a bumbling bunch of idiots, 
as opposed to Ash, who's a paragon and fucking sensible. <laughs> yeah, but because they, with Ash, it was a lot more comedic. Well, yeah, it was. And it it was played. You know, Bruce Campbell's got so much charm that most, even he's in some really shit films, you're still like it's Bruce Campbell doing what he does. You kind of there's always that little bit of just like seeing him do his thing in a way. Yeah, I mean, I really like the film because I, I kind of like that they went for playing it a bit more straight. Yeah, I don't think it would have worked if they'd have tried to recreate the sort of slapstick comedy of the, oh, no, of the no, Sam no, Raimi's films. But I think when I just, when this first came out, I didn't like it at all, and I watched it again this week just to see if it would go on my list or not. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I, did, I don't mind it too much. I don't like that first 20 minutes. And yes, if someone said, do you want to watch Evil Dead? And they put the remake on, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, yeah, yeah, that, that, that seems like fair enough. But if I hadn't have rewatched it this week, it wouldn't even have been on the list. Oh, really? I had to rewatch it to remind myself. Yeah, because I didn't like it when it first came out. I, I went to the cinema to see it, and I came away quite impressed, because I didn't expect to like it, because obviously I love the Evil Dead yeah. films as much as I do. It was one of those things when they announced it again, I was like, oh, fucking Yeah, I went to the cinema and actually really liked it. Okay. So, yeah. Right. I'll do my number nine. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, coming in for my number nine, we have The Ring from 2002, directed by Gore Babinski and starring Naomi Watts. Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? No. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. No, I like okay. that film. I think it's a good remake. And in some ways, improves on the original. Wow, that's really... Okay. That's a bold that's, statement, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, watched it. There's this weird feeling of dread and impending doom that I didn't get from the Japanese original. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That didn't have the same effect. I, I, the end of the film, which everyone sort of like by now knows is the most famous part of the film, I think the remake bungles a little bit. It's not as well done and effective as the no. Japanese uh, original, but... I think in many ways, the atmosphere of the film improves it over the Japanese mm, original. I don't know. I, yeah. It's, it's one of those, I watched it when it first came out and just was like, what's the point? I would never ever watch this in place of the original. No. If someone said, you want to watch The Ring and they put the remake on, I'd be like, yeah, I've got to go. Let me watch phone me up. I think I'm going to have to go. <laughs> <laughs> it just uh, didn't do it. Although there was a, Korean version of it I remember watching yeah you know, that was just called Rick, no Ring but it followed or Spiral no Spiral was something else was it Spiral was done by Spiral was the book Spiral was a sequel to the Ring I think is it I've read them no Spiral was the one where everyone's obsessed with Spirals that like puts himself in like a spin dryer becomes a Spiral no that was um, Uzumaki oh sorry yeah that's Uzumaki that, that I'm pretty sure Spiral. Spiral was another Ring movie oh they might have called it Spiral yeah, yeah. Spiral was the book sequel yeah I haven't read that. I've read the first book. Yeah, because the Korean movie follows the book a lot closer. Right. I remember of it. Because in the book isn't... Sadako's a hermaphrodite. Yeah, she's not uh, any... And then her doctor raped her, but she had... No, he had smallpox, and he infected her with smallpox, which reacted with her psychic powers and became this... It was a virus to what to live on. Yeah. That's how they explain it. But Yeah. yeah. No, so yeah, I I rate The Ring as a a movie. And in many ways, I, I feel... Two thirds of the film kind of improves on the Japanese original. The end, like I say, is fumbled a little bit. I don't like the look of Samara as much as I like the look of Sadako, but I think it's a pretty solid remake. Okay, yeah, I, I don't agree with that, but there we go. I, just... I didn't think you would. <laughs> Again, I haven't. You know, I haven't seen it since it first came out. No, purely because I didn't like it. No, again, I went to see it at the cinema when it first came out and just found myself really enjoying it. You know, and I've watched it sort of uh, since a few times and still think it stands up. The second one was actually directed by the original director, Hideo Nakata. Yeah. And that's not a very good film. Uh, okay. 
I thought that was shit. I think I didn't mind in the remake some of the bits on the, the, the little disjointed images on the tape. Isn't there someone putting their finger through a nail? Yeah, and it pops the nail off. It pops the, their uh, fingernail off. Yeah, that was quite... I like yeah. that. But was it... There's a random shot like there's a ladder falling over or something. But I know the original one, it was quite disjointed imagery anyway. Yeah. I mean, I like Naomi Watts as an actress anyway, and she's really good in the movie. Okay. She's really good in most movies. Yeah. yeah. And did, uh, is it... Holland Drive, she's in that. No, the, the Impossible. Oh, the the, 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 the tidal wave yeah. one. Yeah, she's, you know, she's great. That. It's a good movie. It's, it's been on in the background, and the wife has been watching. I think she watched it with my daughter the other week while I was doing other things. Yeah, actually, she was in another remake that I completely forgot existed. Oh, okay. And probably would have added to my list. Funny Games. Yeah, I've never seen the remake. It's all right. I've got the original. I like it. Never seen the remake. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a good remake. It's yeah. it's. You'd probably watch it and think, what's the point? Yeah. But you, I don't think you'd watch it and think this I is think shit. I think that was Tim Roth the issue the with The Ring as well, because it didn't it didn't really do anything different from the original. It no. Was like, we'll just do it for people who don't want to watch a movie with subtitles. Yeah, I mean... Which is another reason I was... I, I get that opinion. Uh, obviously, I, I watched the original and, and loved the original and happily watched some of the films, but... Look at my list, there's well. a lot of films of that. You can say that about the stuff on my list as well, so I probably shouldn't pick that up as a, a negative point. No. Okay, your turn. Number nine. Number nine, hang on. Oh, there we go. Number nine, which I think you will have on your list a lot higher than me, but it's from 1992, and it's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, okay. Which has good and bad moments. There's some terrible English accents going on. (laughs) I wonder who you're referring to. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think the problem with that is you're sitting there and you're watching Keanu Reeves' performance, and something in your head is expecting him at any minute to drop a dude. What number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Dracula! <laughs> Drinking blood, dude. Stop sucking on me, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's... I mean, I, I rewatched it over my birthday, like last month, actually. Mm-hmm. We sort of just lay on the sofa watching a movie. And yeah, every time Keanu Reeves is on screen, I keep expecting him to slip a dude in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it is a good movie. Yeah. And even though, I, I again, I would probably still prefer to watch the original, I'm not going to moan too much if someone put this on instead. I haven't seen it. There's another one. I haven't seen it in quite a while, but it's, it's so memorable. And Gary Oldman was just fantastic in it. it was, yeah. It was really good. Yeah. There was something else. I, I would be crap in this role, though, because if I was in Keanu, Keanu, yeah, I can't even say his name. Keanu Reeves is <laughs> I've gone to interview this frail old man, and suddenly he's gone, I shall trap you here with three hot babes. Good luck escaping. What I'm, makes you I think I want to yeah, escape? Like, well, never mind then. Where's Maroon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, I get that. I thought it was quite a good film. It's not. I think you're going to have it higher on my list, but on your list, sorry, but you'll we'll have see. To see. Yeah. You'll have to wait and but see. But I know you really like it. And yes. But yeah, I thought it was a decent, an update. Well, not an update, but yeah, a decent retelling of it. Did you see the one they did for BBC One? Oh, the series. A I year or two ago. I still haven't watched it. It's on Netflix, I think. I haven't watched it. It was three parts. Mm. I watched it uh, the first part I really liked. Okay. The second part I really liked. And the third part really fumbled it. Oh, shit. Okay. There was some, some weird time jump where all of a sudden they're in present day and Dracula gets arrested or something. I can't really remember oh, that. Okay. But they were doing such a good job with it. And then it really fell apart in the third part. The first part was sort of Transylvania and that kind of thing. The second part was on the ship, sort of coming to England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the third part was just confusing as fuck. Yeah. So it's a shame they didn't keep that level... Yeah, I will have to give it a go because it's still, like I said, it's still on Netflix. But the dude playing Dracula was good. Okay. I can't remember what the actor's name is, but he was good. And it was as long quite. As he's better than fucking Dominic Cooper was in Dracula Untold, which was just. I haven't seen it. It's not very good. No, I'll tell you what I did watch recently. The, the, what was it called? The Dracula film with Frank Langella. Oh, 
shit, yeah. Is it Dracula AD something? I can't remember. I was getting mixed but that up was Dracula, good. Dracula 2000 then, where it's... That was, a John, was that John? No, that wasn't John Carpenter, that was Vampires. It was Dracula 2000 where it turned out Dracula was really Judas. Oh, That's yeah. That's why he doesn't like gold and crosses or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Worst Dracula hands down ever has to be... So this is going to be a Leslie Nielsen... No, that was good. Is it Dominic Purcell from Prison Break? Wasn't he Dracula with Blade? Oh shit, yes. Yeah. Was it Blade or was he in that one? No, it wasn't him. It was, I know he mean Blade Three. No, it wasn't no, him Dracula. then. It was Dra- who was Dracula in that film with Jerry Ryan in it? Who plays Seven and Nine? Oh, I don't remember. This. I can't remember. But anyway, it was either that or Blade Three. I can't remember which one it was. But, Blade Three was bad. Yeah, it was more like a WWF. Yeah, that wrestler. was. Yeah, he's quite a big. Yeah. He's been in a few other films. I can't remember the chap's name, but he's, yeah, he's just um yeah. But yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. You know, I like that movie. Yeah, yeah I do. And um, yeah, it was one of those. I'm like, yeah, I could. If, if you gave me, if you put that on and said the original, I'm not going to complain. I'll quite happily watch it. Yeah, should that appear in my list? <laughs> I'll go into more detail as to why I like. Okay, it. <laughs> should it appear in my list? Yeah. Where are we? Number eight. eight. So my number eight is a film from 2010 titled The Crazies. Oh, okay. A remake of the old George Romero film, mm-hmm. directed by Breck Eisner and starring Rada Mitchell and Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. <laughs> Timothy the Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> and Rada Mitchell, obviously, who was in the Silent, Re- mm. uh, Silent Hill adaption. Yes. Which I really rate. as probably the best video game to film yeah, that although, ever made. The latest Mortal Kombat was a good film. Get over here! Yeah, I enjoyed that yeah, too. That yeah. was fun. Yeah, and yes, I don't know that. if you'll agree with this or not, but I actually really liked the most recent Tomb Raider film. No, I didn't. Didn't you? They really wasted, um, oh, I forgot his name. Who's the bad guy in it? Oh, um, really, really good actor. Walton Goggins. Walton, yeah, was just, they didn't utilise him. He's such a good actor and he was just yeah. a generic bad guy. Yeah, but she was really good. Is it um, oh, Vicander? What's her first name? I can't remember. I can't remember. We watched it. She had... was in uh, Ex Machina. Oh, well. okay. But yeah, I thought she was great as well. Yeah. Had... I really liked it. It had those beats that annoy me where someone's like, don't you get the tape from her dad? And it's like, if you're listening to this, I'm already dead. Like, yeah, we've never heard that <laughs> before. Some of it I liked and some was a bit. It was a fast improvement on those Angelina Jones. Oh, my long way. Yeah. First of all, there was no Gordon Brittas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Arnold Rimmer wants to. <laughs> yeah, what so. We well, talked about? What uh, was your pick again? <laughs> it was the crazy. Oh, yes. I thought that was a really solid remake. Okay. I mean, I quite like the original, the Romero one, yeah. but this did it very well. It was nice and gory and uh, yeah. sort of moved at quite a good pace yeah. and was a pretty good take on the whole vi- rampaging virus kind of film. Yeah, it's another one. It, it hasn't made my list, I can tell you that now. No. It's another one that I need to watch both again because they're not, I didn't put it on because they're just neither of them, the original or the remake, have stuck in my head. And I don't think I'd ever, it's not a film that I'd go, oh, fancy watching The Crazies. Mm. I think they did it well. I mean, I'm a big fan of Romero. It's not one of his better films. I think the remake improved on it. Okay. And that's a rare thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a much, much better paced, much better made film. So okay. that is my number well, eight. I have no issue with that. When it hasn't made my list, it would have been, it was one of those that was sitting in the 11, 12 sort of spot where I wasn't sure where it would go. Yeah. But yeah. No, okay. I don't have an issue at all. Okay. <laughs> Your turn. Number eight. Eight. My number eight, you're going to guess straight away. It's one of your favourite films from last year. Oh, fuck me. I've forgotten what that would be. Is it The Invisible Man? It is The Invisible Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good choice. It was a very good modern retelling of the original story. Sure, I love the original. It's a 
cracking movie. However, the new one was the first time that I'd realised how fucking creepy the prospect was. Yeah, it is. Especially the the clever thing they did was base it around a woman escaping an abusive relationship anyway, which is... A horrible thing for anybody to mm-hmm. um, have to oh, yeah, yeah, try yeah. and flee in the first place. But then throw in the fact that that abuse doesn't that abusive partner doesn't leave you alone. Yeah. Instead, they find a way to be around you without you even fucking knowing it. That's creepy. Yeah. That is creepy. Yeah, it was a really good update. They didn't go with the whole bandages, hat, and sunglasses. Claude Rains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I I I like the old Universal monster films, and, oh, I, and yeah, I, yeah. I love Claude Rains as the Invisible Man. Yeah. But they did such a good job with it, and it was also quite a clever way to explain the invisibility side of things. Yeah. Rather yeah, than some potion that someone next. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's futuristic, but that is. Within the realms of that technology, kind of exists. Yeah, we have. I've seen people where they've got a shirt that has cameras on one yeah, side. Yeah, so many cameras, projects. it just projects on the other side, and yeah. it does. Um, it's the same sort of technology. I think the Predator was supposed to have utilised. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it does yeah. exist. Probably not to that degree, not that sophisticated. But no, but it was within the, within those realms of possibility, and I really liked it. Yeah, and it completely pissed all over that other Invisible Man remake, if you call it Hollow Man, which was just. See, I get you. I get your point. Good bits. I like Hollow Man. He's so indestructible when he's invisible. Yeah, it's stupid. That is yeah. stupid. But the first I like. Thing he does this guy. I'm going to get all molested with my neighbour. Yeah, but like, then you'd have a look, <laughs> probably. But it does. There is a massive leap to him suddenly being the creep that he becomes. Yeah, because there's nothing to dictate that he is kind of that way already at the start of the film. Not, no, not really. But, I mean, I, I like, what I really loved about The Hollow Man is the way that the, the, the injection starts invisible, uh, yeah, makes yeah. you invisible by layer by layer. Yeah, I like that gradual, yeah, so the, yeah, that's the quite skin cool. disappears. So it's all muscle, then bone and stuff like that. But yeah, I see what you're saying. He suddenly becomes very impervious yeah, to like, I mean, the most extreme of damage. He gets set on fire. Yeah. It doesn't seem to bother him that much. And you can take so many hits and thumps and all the rest of it. Like, He's invisible. He's not fucking immune. Yeah. He's suddenly become the Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, the, the, the newer Invisible Man, was that, uh, I forgot his name, we mentioned him last week, Lee Wanell, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Cracking film. Yeah. Really good, yeah. But then we, we discussed last week that yeah. Lee Wanell is a great filmmaker. Yeah. yeah. And uh, probably should leave the acting. To other people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that hit my that hit my number eight spot. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. But then it's it's one of those where still it's it's lower down because I could quite happily watch the original over this as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm at, uh, Marie a couple of years ago for Christmas and my birthday brought me a um, <clears throat> Universal Monsters box set on Blu-ray, oh, okay. yeah. which I was well happy about, <laughs> and uh, I think that's on there. And I rewatched that recently. Also, like uh, Bride of Frankenstein and. Frankenstein and uh, Dracula, Wolfman, all that sort of stuff, oh, okay. all yeah. on there. So that yeah, gets cool. a bit of a play around, sort of like the spooky season. Yeah, I already I do... watched the original Frankenstein recently, where my daughter's been. They've been studying gothic horror in their English classes. Oh, cool! So I got to watch the original Frankenstein, mm. which is still surprising that for a PG, it's got child death in it. Yeah, which yeah. is quite good. Yep, all for all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, James Whale wasn't a fan of kids. No, <laughs> you can blame him. <laughs> right. Right, number seven we're on, aren't we? Seven. Okay, number seven on my list is Dawn of the Dead, 2004, uh, directed by okay. Zack Snyder, starring Sarah Polly and Ving Rams. We briefly discussed Zack Snyder last nice. episode, yeah, yeah, and the general consensus was that I really don't like Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder as a filmmaker but this film was weirdly great okay. to me Yeah, I don't know if yeah. you agree with that it's strangely so much better than it deserved to be it, yeah that opening 
scene where she sort of comes home from work and then the little kid who's roller skating comes in all sort of like fucked up mm-hmm. and bites her fellow and it all sort of kicks off and uh, the neighbours are all getting killed and then running after her while she's driving along then there's like a petrol station explosion as a fucking oil tanker goes into it or something like that so well done and kind of sets the pace for the rest of the film yeah. it's a good movie and I wasn't expecting it to be because again Romero Dawn of the Dead mm. is brilliant that's why the remake of Dawn of the Dead wouldn't be on my list and but it isn't on my list because there is no way I would watch it overly really. If someone said, should we watch Dawn of the Dead, and they put the new one on, I'd be like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I'd rather watch the, the original one. I would rather watch the original one. But if somebody put it on, I'd be like, yeah, all right, I like it. It's a good movie. I don't, know. I, I don't like running zombies. I know that's one of those things that people moan about, but I just I don't like it very much. Me and Marie had this discussion, and she's more of a fan of the running zombies because okay. she sees them as more threatening. Yeah. But I think that misses the point a bit. The idea of the zombies is, yes, they're easy to evade. Yeah. Until like they're slow, not. Slow, inexorable kind of. Yeah, until they're not. Until you're cornered and there's a lot of them and then yeah. you're fucked. And I kind of like that more creeping death. Well, you look at the original Night of Living Dead, there's a couple I start with, and then more and more slowly turn up until you realise, oh, Shit. Yeah, now, now we're, now we're, we're surrounded by 30 of them. Yeah. How the fuck do we get out of this situation? And not only that, I mean... And you're dead. You're not going to fucking move quickly. Oh, I can understand if you're freshly was it, was it Simon Pegg, who's, when they made Shaun of the Dead, said about running zombies, death is not an energy drink? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. All of a sudden, you've been bitten, you die, you wake up again, yeah. and you're in a parkour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that about? It was the same with World War Z. Where these, oh, really these zombies, yeah, I didn't like it either. These zombies suddenly turn into parkour experts. And there's a scene where they're in Jer- Jerusalem. And I've been in, over each other up the wall. Yeah, I've been Jerusalem. Yeah. I've been to Jerusalem. It's a walled in city. And to get in it, they're like bundling up each other, yeah. making a fucking like zombie ladder thing. And it's, <laughs> how can they suddenly do that? I mean, they're dead. Isn't rigor mortis setting in? Aren't they just like a bit. That's what I thought. You're they're like, not firing yeah. with the same power that a living person is firing, yet it's all of a sudden they can run and jump over a car. guy who's suddenly become a fucking undead ninja. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, as a living <laughs> overweight fella. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be able to do those things now. Ninjitsu doesn't come naturally. <laughs> yeah. I very much know if when I'm dead, I'm going to be, all right, I probably won't get out of breath when I'm running, but I'm still not going to do it for very long. I haven't got muscles for running. No. <laughs> Although I do sometimes have days where I think rigor mortis is setting early. <laughs> That's morning Woodley. That's nothing to worry about. Yeah, no, it's not the good kind of stiff. Oh, okay. But yeah, I like I, I rate the film. I think they did a good job with it. It was, it was enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and there was a lot about it that I liked. I did um, like the um, was it the sniper where they're picking out? Oh, when they're playing like shoot the celebrity. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jay like, Leno. Yeah. yeah, that was quite good. Yeah, yeah it was good. I like the whole. Um, I love the whole concept of being like trapped in somewhere like a shopping mall mm-hmm. and just having the run of the place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was good. It was Sarah Polly is a good actress anyway. What's the other dude who was in it? He was in The Ghost Whisperer. I can't remember what his name was. Uh, I can't remember who was in it, to be honest. I can't remember. But... Outside of being, I can't remember who. They had the zombie baby thing as well. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I'd, rather it, I'd rather it eaten its way out of her. All right, babies don't have teeth, but you know. Yeah. I'd rather that, I think. Yeah. But it was still unexpected. It was kind of weird. I mean, I get grief is weird. Is it, what was his name? The... I can't remember what the, who the, the father who played the father of the zombie baby. He was also in. I know. Still not what he did last summer. Oh, okay. He goes to like obviously his his girlfriend dies in childbirth, and then there's a zombie strapped to the bed, and he walks in and he's cradling the baby and doesn't want anyone to go near it. And I'm thinking, yeah, I get it. You're yeah. in grief, but that's a fucking zombie baby. Yeah. It's not. You haven't had time to bond. <laughs> bond with it. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you being so protective of this yeah. monstrosity in your arm? You're it's, like, what the fuck is this? You just rugby kick it out of. 
Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> punt it out the window and be done with it. Yeah, uh, I get he's sad. Yeah. It's a sad moment, but I don't know if I'd be like protective of my flesh eating undead. No, no, but like, baby. No, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? He hasn't, you know, he doesn't look like me. I think she's been cheating. Yeah, who are you been shagging? Is he green? <laughs> she's only with a hog or the Grinch <laughs> or Yoda. Rushing to the penis, my red blood cells are. <laughs> right, number seven. Uh, seven. My number seven. Oh, I forgot what year it is now because I've just closed my, <laughs> my, t- my tablet shot off. It's a fairly recent film and okay. it come out in two parts. And that would be it. I know the second part See? was very diminishing. However, I've put it so high because I would rather watch this than the fucking TV miniseries. I agree with you. By a long way. I agree with you. And the only reason I didn't include it is because it's two parts. Yeah. The first part being so good. Yeah. And the second part being one of the most disappointing yeah. fucking follow ups to something. In recent, yeah, I fully agree. When I put it on, I was thinking mainly of the first part. Yeah, and I was like, same thing. Shall I include it or not? I, I, I did that. I was like, I don't know. I can include it because it's, it's half a film. But I remembered how bad the miniseries was. The miniseries is shit. Yeah. I never liked it. So on my grounds of if you're going to say, should we watch it? And you put the, the original, uh, the remake on rather than the original. I'm like, yep. Mm. Whereas this, if you put the original on, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, this isn't very good. No, I I, I agree with you. The first part is. We went to the cinema to see it and just came out blown away by how good it was. And we're really sort of pumped for the second part. Yeah. And I don't know if that had a lot to do with why we were so disappointed. You sort of build that level of excitement. Yeah, yeah. But it, I rewatched it more recently and it's not very good. I haven't rewatched it. I think I, I watched, saw it when it came out and I haven't watched, rewatched it since. I think part of what makes the first part so good is the kids. Yeah. They're fucking brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and we were kids in the 80s and you can relate to that. Mm-hmm. The adults. They were great. The adults. I think some of it as well. When they first, when the second part first came out and they kept showing that little clip of the the old woman being weird in a house. Yeah. And it came off as jokey. Yeah, it was a bit silly. It right? was over Suddenly done. she's naked yeah. and sort of shambling yeah, past the doorway. Yeah. Almost like you aren't expecting. There's a doorway and she's come that game. <laughs> I just got the Benny Hill to stick his head around the fucking corner. Or <laughs> it, it, they've done too much of her just being weird in the house. I just do one little subtle thing. There were subtle things in the yeah. first one that really worked for me. There's a scene where one of the kids, the sort of bigger lad, is like speaking from the blogs in the library, yeah, and that old woman in the, the corner. Background. And if yeah. you, you don't sort of spot it at first, mm. and when you do, you think, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. She's just sort of weird grin. She's from just a sort of turned and staring at it. And the camera's focused in only so much that you can yeah. kind of just make out that she's got a weird yeah, look yeah, on yeah. her face. It's so well done. And then the sequel sort of was like more of a, there was comedy beats in there that didn't work. Mm. And had no place in the film. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like the adults as much as I like the kids. No, no, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, they they didn't. They I don't know. The kids had that bond to them. They worked really well together. Yeah, as the I mean, it was it, it was very much like what makes Stranger Things work as well as it does for me. Yeah, you know, we were kids in the eighties. Yeah, 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 and so you used to get on your bikes and go on fucking adventures. Yeah. I mean, we weren't fighting demigorgons and stuff like that, <laughs> sadly, but we probably were in our heads. <laughs> Oh, you know, yeah. you, you went out, you got on your bikes, you, 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 went, you used to get kicked out in the morning, especially in the summer holidays, oh, yeah. your parents were to work, and, and you had to like, be gone all day. make your own fun all day. So you went off with your mates and you got in adventures. You'd, you'd get home at five, six o'clock in the evening, have your Finder's crispy pancakes and probably head out again. <laughs> so yeah, I think what makes these films so enjoyable for our generation is, it's like reminiscing. Oh, like they're doing it on a fan, uh, fantasy level, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, a look back into your childhood. Oh, yeah, Having grown up in an age where you didn't sit on your Xbox all day, you went out on your bike, yeah. you built like, going back to Stranger Things, you built proton packs and Ghostbusters because yeah, you'd yeah. just seen you, it. You'd build a little 
then somewhere else. Yeah, you'd find some farmer's field. And yeah, there's a dike yeah. there, so you'd build like a base in it out of like use breed blocks, breed <laughs> blocks, and cloth and stuff like that. Well, we had that. We had some friends of mine. They had a um, construction yard, or sort of. There was a bit where they're going to build houses, and it was just this. It just been demolished. And it was just wasteland for years and years. Oh yeah, that was like a second home. Yeah, you'd limp home at night, and your mum be like, "What are you doing? Oh, I fell out of a tree." Kids don't fall out of trees nowadays, no. and it's a shame. The most they do is like, <laughs> "I've dropped the phone." Yeah, I've smashed my screen. Don't reach properly. You're breaking my day. What you been doing today? Oh, the Wi-Fi dropped out to so nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a weird one because even though I prefer The Invisible Man to It, I've put It higher because it was a better remake of the yeah the, the, the miniseries in a way. I think the thing is as well, The Invisible Man, having been made in what, the 30s, 40s, I can't remember, one of the two, it did well with what it yeah. had at its disposal. The Invisible Man being made today with like photorealistic CGI and I mean I know they used a lot of practical effects. It was that creepy Invisible that worked for me. Yeah. They were always going to do a better made film. Yeah. But this it, is where my criteria falls apart a little bit in a way for my <laughs> listing because well, I've kind of done a mixture of in preference and to which ones I've enjoyed and over what I'd watch over the original. And if I was just doing it what I'd watch over the original, it would probably be number one because that miniseries was just yeah, I don't Bad. like it. And, you know, people rave about uh, Tim Curry. I didn't like him as Pennywise. I don't... Nothing I against the guy, but him, I don't really like Tim Curry. Uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of Rocky Horror. I don't know what he's done. It was Clue. Clue. I'm alone too. I love you. Yeah, he was a concierge or some shit. Oh, uh, no. What was he in? Was it Congo? Stop eating my sesame cake. I don't remember. That was my favourite line in all of Congo. <laughs> He's, they've gone to see the, I can't remember, it's like a governor or they, oh, I can't remember what he is. They've, they've gone to see this chap and Tim Curry is picking up this piece of cake and eating it. In the Congo's a rare beast of a movie that I would avoid even though it's got Bruce Campbell in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually Bruce Campbell could sell a film to me enough that I would like watch it from time to time. Because Maybe not I just, you. <laughs> No, but I would never watch Congo again. It's a rare film with Bruce Campbell in that I would not watch yeah. again. It's so, terrible. Yeah, we've just we've digressed quite a lot, but yeah, my number seven was it, just because. Yeah, no way. It's so much better than a TV miniseries. I agree, and if I agree that part one, part if part two had been the same quality as part one, it would have been fantastic. But there's no way you could ever do that book beat for beat. Certainly <laughs> not because there's a fucking child or you. Yeah, they missed yeah, that. Yeah, out, yeah, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll see you no, I'm yeah. quite pleased about yeah. that. So there we go. That was yeah, that was my number seven. Yeah, so, good choice. Good choice. Okay, my number six. Six. Is a film from 1982 called Cat People. Oh, okay. Directed by Paul Schrader, who I believe wrote the script for Taxi Driver. Okay. I think. Starring Nastasia Kinski and Malcolm McDowell from The Clockwork Orange. Okay. Um, I love that film. It's such a good remake. It's the sexiest remake. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a cracking soundtrack by David Bowie. Do you know what? I don't think I've seen the remake. Really? Yeah. I really recommend you watch it. Okay. It's, yeah, I'm going to have to now. It's a very, very good movie. Right, yeah, I don't think I've remember. Oh god, the original ones. I don't think I saw that since I was a kid. No, so I haven't seen that in 30, 35 oh. years. I watched it recently. There was something. It was like a list of like scariest horror moments, and and one of them was where she's walking through. Is it Central Park? And it gets surprised by a bus. Okay, and um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised by a bus in a park. No, Central, <laughs> Central Park has a yeah, road. Yeah. yeah, and I thought, oh, I forgot that it existed. Yeah. I'll go back and I watch the original, and okay. I watched it, and it holds up. It's a good movie, mm-hmm. but I. Really, really like the remake. Okay, it's a good movie. I, 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 I do recommend it, you watch it. I haven't seen it for a long, long time. Mm. Uh, Malcolm McDowell's great in everything. I'll have to watch them both just to do a little comparison because I haven't seen the original for so long anyway. Mm. Even Tank Girl, Malcolm oh, McDowell. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not a great film. Malcolm McDowell just 
chews the fucking scenery <laughs> up. I mean, he has great. done bad films here and there, but yeah, he is a good actor. I'll go with that. Yeah, okay, I need to see that then. I can't agree or disagree. Yeah. Because I've never seen the remake. Give it a watch. Yeah. I do recommend it. It's like sucks out Sucks out remake. I thought that was when you mentioned Natasha Kinsey. I thought, I can see why this is probably on your list. It sucks out. <laughs> Lots of sexy. So, based on that, your number one's going to be like Piranha, because it has boobs. But sexy. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. Underwater <laughs> boobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, do you want to hear my number six? Yeah, go on then. Why not? That's what I'm here for. Six. My number six is one that... Hang on, no, were we number six? Yes, we are. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember. It's it is number six. I'm so proud of myself this week. I've learned I, can't, I can count to ten. Clearly, I can't. Yes, You've done well. I've, I've You've had a busy halfway, week. Nearly halfway. <laughs> uh, it's one that if I ever... If someone mentions the film, I will always... The remake is the one that pops into my head and I'll, I'll forget the original. Okay. And that is from 1991 and it's Cape Fear. Ah, good choice. The original's a good film. The, the remake's Mitchum better. A, but the remake is... De Niro fucking nails that shit. Yeah. He is so good in that movie. Yeah, he is yeah. frightening. Yeah. Even just the end. That unblinking gaze as the water slowly right uh, Just, uh, yeah. Yeah, from the minute he appears in the film mm. doing them push-ups in his prison yeah. cell. There's uh, something not right about it. To the end when he dies yeah. on that boat, his character is scary. Yeah, he's scary when he dies. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, yeah. He's all burnt up in the end, sort of like... The water's just slowly rising he's and singing. he's just staring them out. And he... Oh, over him and yeah like, fuck he's not struggling against this he's not afraid of die- death or drowning or whatever it is and it was like, i've yeah. known some scary people in my life and <laughs> if if you were being pursued and like terrorized by somebody like de niro's character in this it wouldn't be fun no he is fucking sinister in yeah, this film. yeah he'd be able to track us down by the little brown trail we're leaving behind us the only problem with that film is it's been ruined for me a little bit okay. because every time someone mentions it now all i think of is sideshow bob stepping on the rakes oh. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it is one of those films. If someone mentions Cape Fear, I'll automatically think of the De Niro one, and I'll it'll take me a while to go, "Oh shit, yeah, there was it was original from yeah one. Robert Mitchum. Yeah, it was was, uh, the, was Max Cady. That, no, he was Max oh, Cady. Oh, okay, I can't remember. Who he was. Yeah, I'm sure he's Max Cady. But uh, he was also Robert Mitchum actually did some quite sinister roles. Did you ever see Night of the Hunter where he plays that priest? Oh god, that's another one I haven't seen in yeah, yeah. not not for a long, long. And time. he's a really really sinister character as well. Okay. But yeah, I agree. I think Cape Fear. Kraken uh, remake. Though. That comes to my mind, the remake. Scorsese as well, which always helps. So again, it's, it, it's one of those that it's a, it's in the middle of my list because, yeah, I could quite happily watch that rather than the original, but there are others that I think are better films. Yeah. Sort of. It's, yeah, it's a, it was a really tricky list to do, man. Yeah, it is. But it's, it was good. Yeah, but I do agree with that choice. Okay. That cool. is a good choice. Thank you. Right, so my number five, I have a film that you previously mentioned. Oh, okay. And it was my favourite film of last year. Oh, okay. Which was The Invisible Man. Yeah. Like I said, directed by Lee Whannell and starring Elizabeth Moss in what is a fucking fantastic performance. Mm-hmm. She's brilliant in yeah. that film. You know, I tried not to be too deterred by the fact that she's a loony Scientologist. <laughs> but she is a really good actress. I really liked her as well in Us. Have you seen Us? The Jordan Peele. Film. Yes, yes, yes. I yeah. Have, yeah, she's in the best scene in that film. The one where they haven't been. She's being murdered, and she goes, "Alexa, or whatever it is." Oh yeah, call the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts playing NWA. That's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. 
Yeah, I like Elizabeth Moss. She's really... I haven't seen it yet. I really want to watch The Handmaid's Tale. I've heard such good things about it. Okay. Because it's like a dystopian future uh, yeah. series or something. Uh, a friend of mine, he watched it and said it's brilliant. So I need to start it. But I like Elizabeth Moss. But she is really good in this movie. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, she, she plays... She plays the part of, like, a traumatised abuse victim so, so well. That's probably from the abuse she gets from the Scientology community. Yeah, once probably. you're in, <laughs> don't get help. They're, no. They're the invisible. I think um, this could be an entire different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could go on and on about that cult. Yeah, she's brilliant. It's, oh, it's, sorry, cult. Yes. I was thinking of Tom Cruise and, about, and then you said something. What a me. massive cult. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love this movie. It was one of my favourite films of last year. It was so well made. Everything about it, you know, it doesn't miss a beat. It doesn't falter at any point. You know, the the run, the, the, the run time is perfect. The payoff at the end, perfect. I thought it was such a good movie. Okay, yeah. Really, really good movie. So that, yeah, yeah easily. I've got nothing to add to that because we, yeah. Yeah, we have discussed this so, yeah. previously. Yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So number four. Okay, then. Then. No, number no, five. No, 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 no. You can't count this time. <laughs> you can't have the fifth one. <laughs> five. So my number five is from 1990, and it's a remake that I would put on par with the original one. Okay. Yeah, I can't think of anything else after that. It's Night of the Living Dead. Oh, Tom the um, Tom Savini one. Version, yeah. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah, that's good. I could happily watch either one. Not have an issue with either version. It's the same movie, really, but Pretty I much. like them both equally, and it done a good job. Yeah, give us an update. There's yeah. not really a lot I can add to it. Like I much prefer the Romero version. I've seen the remake, yeah. the Tom Savini, and it's passable. I liked it, but it didn't make my list because the original was more. Yeah. See, I think I saw the remake first. Actually, I'm not sure. Oh, wow, really? I may have done. Yeah. I can't remember. I got a feeling I did, and then I tracked down the original. And I think the first time I managed to pick it up, I bought it. You know, I thought, oh great, I've got it. it was back on VHS days, and I've got home, and it was the fucking colorized version. Oh no, so that annoyed the shit out of me. No, <laughs> but, black and white. Yeah, that's the way to watch it, as it was intended. Oh yeah, definitely. I hate colorized. I mean, I I'm a big big fan of the uh, Laurel and Hardy films. Mm-hmm. Love Laurel and Hardy. I own the box set, and in the box set they've got the originals, and then the colorized versions. I refuse to watch the colorized. Yeah. It's black and white. That's how I remember it. That's how it was made. There's nothing wrong with black and white. And even today, when they do, have you seen uh, the Lighthouse? Yes. Yeah. Have they done a, they done a colorizer of that? Though? No. Oh, exactly. but yeah. you know that looks so good yeah. in black and white. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like black and white. I you know, like we, the Lighthouse. It was weird as fuck. Yeah. I really that was it. a good movie. I, I like. His, he's got another one coming out. I can't remember what it's called. But The Witch was a great. Film. Oh, I mean, that's yeah, not black yeah. and white, obviously. But no. his first film, The Witch, brilliant. Because mentioned black and white films, I did have an idea of maybe for another top ten at some point doing our favourite like black and white B movies. Yeah, ones ones from back in the day, not like the Lighthouse would have been it, not a modern one, but older things like that. Because there's so many that are shit, but I love them. Yeah, I can think of one immediately. Oh yeah, well, what was your one going to be then? Plan Nine from Outer Space. I see. I'd go with the giant claw. Giant claw. Yeah, it's a giant fucking space turkey, an antimatter space turkey. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I don't know that I've seen it. Oh, it's awesome. They do lose. Um, a bit of a repetitive line because most of the time they're going, it's as big as a battleship. They, they don't do that <laughs> later on. They like That's their criteria for how big is this bird. It's as big as a battleship. <laughs> all right. But yeah, Night of Living Dead, I could quite happily watch it or the original and I wouldn't complain either way. No, it's, it's good. I enjoyed it, but I've, I've watched the original. Okay. Yeah, I like the original. You know, I like, it's quite groundbreaking. I mean, a film oh, that had, uh, in the 60s, that had a black protagonist. Mm. 
you know, that wasn't something that no, that wasn't before. common. You know, I recently read the novelization by John Russo, who wrote Screenplay, I think, along with Ramiro. And that was, it's, yeah, it's good, but it's good, but you can tell he's not an author yeah. as such, but it's still, it was still good. And I was, it, it, it made, that's what reminded me, I think, of the, of the movie. Yeah. Because I enjoyed that almost as much. I mean, I love that ending, even though I like, I like bleak endings. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, could, I, I, could, I could do a top 10 on bleak endings oh, alone. Yeah. The mist comes to mind as one of my favorite bleak oh, endings. Then, yeah. I love the ending of, of Night of the Living Dead. I mean, that thing where I've survived the night. Yeah, yeah. Click, there's, bang. There's one, bang. Yeah. yeah, got him in the head. Good job. Good, of <laughs> good old rednecks. Yeah, good old NRA card waivers. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, survive the night, crawl out thinking, yeah, yeah bang. This, it? yeah. It's a great ending. Great bleak ending. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a, I love, you know, it's one of those movies, you always see it featured on, uh, someone's always watching it on a horror movie. Yeah, it's all, because it had no. It's um, it's in the public domain. No, yeah, there was no. So you'd have to pay for it. Copyright. Because if you'd have copyrighted it, people couldn't have used zombies. Yeah, that would have been his thing. Or they were ghouls, weren't they? The original one. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah that, that was my number five anyway. Because for me, I could quite happily watch either one, and whichever version someone put on, I wouldn't complain. Either. I think I don't know what happened to Romero with his zombies also, because you had like night, dawn, and day, and they were all great in their own way. Land was okay, and then I didn't like got... it. Land was stupid. Then you got Diary of the Dead, Diary, and then Survival. Was that yeah. one on the island? Yeah, with the Irish. Where a horse at the end? Yeah, yeah. They were all terrible. I don't know what happened. Yeah. They were, they were just terrible, but the original three, yeah, masterpieces. Fantastic, yeah. yeah, I mean, oh god, um, probably my yeah, my least favorite of the three is Day of the Dead. But even that is still a great uh, movie. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I could. They're a hard one to quantify in the favorites yeah. and stuff. I really like that and the the effects in Day. So like that whole joke on them scene. And the I like the, the fact having his head and his as his vocal cords stretch and his scream, the pitch of it changes. Fucking love that. Yes, yeah, so totally well charge. I like the fact that the, the scene with is it Colonel Rhodes who yeah. gets his intestines eaten. Yeah. Someone had left the freezer turned off or the fridge turned off or something, so that they'd gone off. So the zombie extras oh, who are each showing yeah, yeah, yeah. have actually got manky. That's nasty. <laughs> That's dedication <laughs> to your craft. When you think, oh, I'll fucking get stuck in anyway. Yeah, you're chewing all this <laughs> Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, yeah I mean, that is a great scene. They sort of, they, they homage that. Was it Shaun of the Dead? With Shaun of the Dead. And also a little bit, I think, in Dog Soldiers, you know, where um, Spoon's eaten by the werewolf. He's yeah. like, I hope we give you the shit. Oh, right. thing. That was supposed to be some sort of homage. Yeah, they, they matrixed that one as well, didn't they? Because they've gone, where's Spoon? And there is no Spoon. spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we watched that the other night. It's such a good film. I love Dog Soldiers. Yeah, that's, that's my number five, Night Living Dead. Yeah. Which is why it sits in the middle because yeah, it's I could quite happily watch it. It's a good movie as well as I could the original, and I like both equally. I think yeah, it's a good movie, but I would I would watch the original. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right, what are we on there for? Yep. Exactly. Uh, this is another film that you've mentioned that I've okay. got much higher, and that would be 2013's Evil Dead by Fetty. Is it Fetty Alvarez? Yeah. Starring Jane Levy, who would later go on to work with him again in Don't Breathe. Oh, okay. Yeah, but not Don't Breathe 2, which I've which I led to understand was a bone of contention for. Or something. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I loved that. I, I went to the cinema to see it and came out really... Because, again, loving the Evil Dead films like I do, they announced they were doing it, and I was like, oh, fuck me. No. And went to watch it, and was so impressed with how they did it. Mm-hmm. They, they they got rid of the um, the humour, which I love mm-hmm. in, in the Evil Dead films, especially from two and three onwards. I think it is a case of, though, if you're going to watch Evil Dead, you're going to watch Evil Dead 2. Yeah. Most of us are going to put that as Evil a go-to. Well, Evil Dead 2 is kind of a remake, and I did toy with the idea of putting it on the list. See, that? yeah, I did, but then he always claims it's 
It's not. But neither's the new one. Yeah, because it's kind of a... It's kind of in the same universe. And, and on the, Ash does show up at the end for a group. Yeah, that was a nice little paycheck for yeah. Bruce Campbell there, yeah. Bruce, can you Although basically... We're going to throw you 20 grand for, say, Groovy. And Although he was a producer on it anyway, weren't he? Yeah. Him and Sam Raimi. He was going, oh, I have 20 grand just to say Groovy in the shadows. But there were some scenes in that film <clears> that were so... The, the gore stuff was fantastic. That bit where the um, nurse character, she's in the bathroom, sawing through her face yeah. with a piece of glass and looks at her and all the sort of cheeks are cut out and stuff. So well done. You see, that for me, it, the, it was really well done, but the thing was, she's supposed to cut off her face, not just give herself a joker smile. She was cutting lumps out and throwing them on the floor, wasn't I she? she was, I thought she was going to take the whole... And I noticed as well, off. I watched it the other week, that film does not like hands. Does <laughs> <laughs> it? <laughs> When they made that film, they're like, we're going to do horrible shit to hands. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. nail guns. There's one point where, don't you? That's strange. The, the, uh, the Shaggy from Scooby-Doo character yeah. who started it all. With was, the book. It, was it Eric? I think his name Yeah. Was. He holds his hand up and yeah. she like brings down a uh, crowbar and it oh, kind of splits, splits his, his hand, hand and that's, and that's nasty. after he's been using his hand to defend himself from the syringe stabbing. Yeah, the syringe stabbing, which gives him in the eye. He pulls out that, that little shred out from just under yeah. his eye. For me, that was probably the one that I'm like, ah, oh, because yeah. the syringe is such a small little... Eye injuries are nasty. Yeah. Fingernail injuries in films. I'm always like, <laughs> no. But that bit when he's pulling that bit of broken... Syringe. Yeah, that, uh, and you see the skin stretching out. It's like, ah, oh, that's really good. Yeah, there was such good gore effects in that. I so much hate that first 20 minutes. I like the start. You know, this, it sort of starts off where um they, they that oh, bloke gets his daughter. Oh, you're so loud, you pathetic fuck! When he just before he sets fire to it, his voice and he turns into Elvis. He's like, <laughs> oh, "I love you, baby." Whatever. <laughs> like, fucking Elvis impersonator. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna set fire to you. And what's the? There's that weird group of people that are watching. Where the fuck are they then? What? what where they come from? Why does one of them look burned? Yeah, one of them's all deformed. Did they? Uh, did they go to burn him? Oh fuck! Hang on, no, he's a real bloke. Shit. <laughs> what? I thought, like, Freddy Krueger from the remake is stuck on the set. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the wrong film. So I think, yeah, they, they, they never get a mention later on. There's no payoff. No, like Angry Villages or something. Yeah, but what know, village? But... Where from? I don't know. The, yeah. thing, the original one as well, the bridge is out, whereas this is <laughs> it's flooded, it's slightly it? flooded. I'll be like, fuck that shit. I'm ripping the cupboard doors off. I would swim. Making a raft and paddling with a fucking frying pan. I'll go for it. Yeah, yeah, the, word, the, the, the being cut <laughs> off in the original seemed more plausible. Yeah. Like, oh, you can't, can't fly. Cross, I can swim, but I yeah. can't fly. I'm not going to fucking run and jump that. No, but I liked it. worked for me, the fact that the main character was there to detox uh, from heroin addiction, but because then, that made her more susceptible. And not only that, when she started uh, hearing the voices and becoming possessed, they put it down too late to like, coming off, off the smack. And that worked for me. Her performance is fucking brilliant. Uh, that bit where she gets, she sort of walks in the shower and turns it on, full pelt and starts like burning the yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. But the thing was then her burns disappeared when she's unpossessed. And I, hang on a minute. That happens a lot in films. Stuff I, happens yeah. to people. It's like The Exorcist. Yeah. I don't understand how when Pazuzu is in Reagan and her head spins around, yeah, when she suddenly becomes spin. human, why is she not dead? Why is her neck not fucking broken? <laughs> <laughs> she physically bounces back yeah, she, having her head twisted around. Like, Terminal vagina damage from what she did with that crucifix. As well. Yeah, so, so like, that's unusable for her in her, her adult life. Yeah, and so is that crucifix. Yeah, <laughs> but you can but, you have to forgive things like that a little bit because that in possession movies whatever happens to storyline just didn't 
quite work for me because I know she's turned up for detox and I know it's symbolic, but she's taken some heroin with her. Yeah. And then they're gone, That's actually, sweet. this is a little bit unmanageable, even though they think she's having these hallucinations. You're like, you know what, fuck it. Let's, let's just take her to a, a rehab center. I think, yeah, but I think they tried that and she fled. And it, they sort yeah, of explained that, but... they sort of explained that she always breaks. But then and they let she's her just OD'd. go off and do her own thing when she's just pacing around outside. No one's watching her. They keep an eye on her. No, but it's going, oh, she'll be right. I don't walk around outside in the fucking rain or leave her to it. And yeah, you bring up a loaded shotgun from down in the basement because I'm sure that's not going to be dangerous with a fucking twitchy. Yeah, once she gets to the point where she really needs a fix, she's going to pick that gun up and go, give me some fucking drugs. (laughs) Oh, I'll blow your head off. Yeah, I I didn't like that first 20 minutes because the the characters, especially Eric, was such an idiot. Yeah, but then, uh, you know, the setup isn't always as good. No. As the rest of but the, the film. gory payoff stuff was, was yeah. really well done, so well done. That bit where she licks that razor and oh, the box splits her tongue, in that's the, it. The, the trailer, isn't it? Yeah. But for me, I wouldn't I wouldn't watch it over the original at any point, yeah, yeah. or well, certainly not over Evil Dead 2. Is it? You know. No, I would. I if I um, I introduced my son to the Evil Dead films, we had a bit of a marathon a couple of years ago, and we did we did them in sort of order Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, and I included the remake. Okay. I, if I was to watch them now, if I was to do a marathon, I would do all four. I probably would, to be fair, just to then go into the series. But which they didn't do what because they, they were, weren't they going to make another? They were going to make a sequel to the to the remake and then do another one, which then introduced Ash into it a bit more. Or yeah, gonna, yeah, they're now doing one. I think the new one is called Evil Dead Rise and takes place in an apartment. But it's like Bruce something. Campbell, is it? He said he's not no, going to. No. He's he reckons he's not physically able, and I, I understand yeah. that. The amount yeah. of times he spent smashing himself in the head with stuff and so on, yeah, which is fair enough. Yeah, but it, I, for me, if it's Evil Dead needs that humour, look how fucking good the series was, and it had that humour that you need those gross, funny moments. I like they took it in a different direction, but it, it wasn't quite Evil Dead for me. But a I lot still of, enjoyed it to a certain. A lot of that humour comes from Bruce Campbell. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, if you ever see Bruce Campbell in interviews or, or doing anything, mm. he brings that. He's really Ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He brings that sort of with him. And maybe the fear was that trying to replicate that just would fall flat. It wouldn't yeah. work. It's not Bruce Campbell doing it. No. It'd probably be a lot harder to accept somebody else in the uh, lovable, bumbling yeah, idiot yeah, role yeah, that yeah. Bruce Campbell sort of brought to the films. But I mean, they had to you know, mimic him exactly. But it just because you say he's evil dead, having those human moments, even the original one still had little moments of humour buried away in there. And this didn't have anything. No. Which is fine. No, it's, it's, the it's, it's, it's a humorless one. Be bleak. Yeah. There's very little to laugh at. Unless you sort of whoop and get joy from, <laughs> yeah. from horrific gore scenes. Much like I did when I went to the cinema to see Rambo 4. And oh, okay. it was probably one of the most enjoyable experiences at cinema I've ever had, simply because I was laughing my ass all the way through at the carnage. It was watching people getting exploded by the 50 cow, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was one of them films where I sat there like laughing with joy yeah. at the, the sheer carnage on screen. You know, So for me, I can laugh and get involved and yeah. enjoy that. Uh, even if it's like, it's not supposed to be funny. It was that kind of, holy shit kind of, you mm. know, wasn't ready for that. Fuck, that's cool, rather than, mm. oh my God, what happened to that poor bad soldier? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 I like this, and I always include okay. it. Uh, if, if I do an Evil Dead marathon or introduce anybody to the films, that is part of that. Because, yes, it's a remake, but no, it's not a remake. That makes sense. Yeah, it was sort it's, of a, it's 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 boot in a way, but yeah, yeah, but it's it's always called the Evil Dead remake, and I work okay. with what I'm given. Yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, I, I did have that little bit of that internal debate mm. when I put it on my list, but yeah, yeah, I don't mind it. Like I said, rewatching it made me enjoy it more than I did the first time. Yeah. I just I don't like that first sort of twenty minutes or so. I just the characters were a bit. I watched it the other night. The, and um, 
Sorry, I'm interrupting. The, 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 guy, the girl who cuts her arm off, she does fuck all in the movie. Yeah. The, the dude's girlfriend or whatever, isn't it? The blonde. She's just Can't, there. She's for... just there. Occasionally she says something and then she cuts her arm off and then... She's there for the body count. Yeah. Yeah. She's just a complete non-entity. Yeah. Could have given her something to fucking do. No. Just to, just to be... <laughs> she did. Cut her arm off. Yeah. But... <laughs> and that is cool. Because, yeah, but then you, you, she's kind of forgetting, like, huh? Oh, it's her. I forgot all about her. Mm. Completely forgot that fucking character existed. Yeah. And occasionally she'll just step forward and say, like, oh, that's spooky or whatever it is. And then she disappears in the background again. Yeah, because one, one was the brother. Yeah. And he's there for that purpose to yeah, sort of just support his sister. You've got the nurse. And that makes sense. Yeah. Because she's doing the more medical side of yeah. things with Mia. Eric. you got Shaggy. I'm so scared. I wish I had a ham sandwich to calm my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's there to like read the book and get yeah. more than shit in the first place? And then yeah, Blondie's just there. Yeah, just her arm off. <laughs> yeah. I think she was a body count upper. Yeah, I think, so. but at least it could have made her a little bit of a character. But there we are. I watched it the other night. Marie was doing some of her coursework for a degree in the front room, and I was like, "Oh, I need to watch a film." Oh, I haven't seen this in a while. I watched Evil Dead. Okay. And when I'd finished, she came in. She went, "Fuck, that's a noisy movie." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Screaming and chainsaws and oh yeah, definitely." Yeah, loud. I mean, I like the soundtrack. The, the music works well. Mm-hmm. Sort of like in your face, fucking, this is what I am. Unapologetic <laughs> horror movie music. And um, yeah, she's like, fuck, that's a noisy movie. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and because I'm deaf, I have to have the volume really loud anyway. <laughs> so that doesn't help. I don't think she got a lot of work done that night. Uh, what are we on? Your number, your, your your number, number four. So my number four, I'm going back to 1978. Wow. For, uh, let's see, who is this? Can I give you a hint? Mr. Spock is in this one. Mr. Spock. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Ah. Which, again, I probably watched this over the 1950, was it 54? The Donald Sutherland one. I think it was. Mm. Again, it's one of those. The weird scream at the end of the film. Oh, yeah. 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 No, that's this one. This is another... Yeah, the Donald Sutherland. Yeah, so yeah, this one. Not the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. Yeah, that's no, great. Man. Yeah. It's one of those. If you mentioned Invasion of the Body Snatchers, I'd think of this one. Yeah. I know they've done it again in the 80s. They've done a, a remake. Oh, I can't remember. Probably. It's been remade yeah. a lot. But, but I really like this version of it. It's, yeah. it's always the one I would think of. I haven't, again, it's one of those. I haven't seen the original 50s one for so I don't think so I've seen it since I was a kid. Yeah, same here. But yeah, the, the remake I really like. I mean, you've got much to add to it, really. I'd so just, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a yeah, no, it's great. That ending, it is, it is, yeah, I'm sure it's the right one. I'm thinking, yeah, oh, it's the one with Donald Sutherland, and he just points and does that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that is the other. quite chilling. Yeah, yeah. I think the bit I remember from when I was a kid that kind of like made me think, oh shit, was the under a dog with a person's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that as a kid. Even though it's clearly a fucking Rottweiler with like a rubber mask over it. Although all I'm thinking of now is Mars Attacks, where that is it. A dog's got Sarah Jessica Parker's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when I saw that as a kid, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" That kind of like, oh shit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we used to watch the stuff like that as a kid, and it was always frightening. It's like I remember watching uh, Quite a Mass in the Pit as oh, a okay. kid. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, but loved it. Yeah, yeah. The, the stuff was a lot scarier. Well, it felt scary. Yeah, when you're a child, it does. But yeah, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, yeah, I remember seeing that as a kid and uh, it did the job. Yeah, it's one of those just, yeah. If you mention Invasion of the Body Snatchers, I'm going to think of that version. Yeah, Um, yeah, I think everybody... Yeah, I I will have to check out the 80s one again. I don't remember it being that bad. I don't remember if I've even seen it. I must have seen it. I can't remember. I'm sure there was... I remember someone's face and this little tentacle thing coming out of it. I can't. I don't know. I don't know why I'm gesturing with my fingers by my eyeball. <laughs> tentacle face. <laughs> yeah. 
look at my tentacles. <laughs> look at them. But yeah, that, that was my uh, number four. Good choice. Okay. So where are we, three? Come on, Lee, you're doing backward maths. You shouldn't be in charge. This is Friday. I'm tired. Okay, my number three is a film from 2012, and it's Maniac. Okay, yeah. Uh, directed by, I'm going to butcher this, Frank Calfon and starring Elijah Wood. Yeah. That is a fucking good remake. Yeah. Oh, agree with that one. Don't imagine you're going to argue with that at all. No, I'm not. From the opening, where he's stalking that woman, mm-hmm. and he it's all POV. The entire film is pretty much POV. Yeah. And he follows into the apartment, and she turns around, and he rams that knife into the—is uh, it under a jaw or you something? You see it come through into yeah. the mouth. Yeah. I thought I'm going to fucking love this yeah. film, and I was right. Yeah, you know he plays that part so well. Yeah, he's very underrated in that sort of thing. People haven't seen him do these creepier, yeah. more. Yeah. I knew from Sin City that he could play different yeah. than people Hobbit. have only seen him be a Hobbit or whatever, and known from that sort of thing. This, yeah, this would be a complete surprise. But his career has took, took more of a horror turn. I think he's actually going to be in the remake of Toxic Avenger. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I quite liked it. Was it Cooties that he was in? The was school it, one? I've seen it. For his act teacher. Which I, it, was, it was fun. It was one of those that goes on, it was a little little monsters hmm. and scouts versus zombies. It goes in that kind of yeah. bundle for me. Yeah, yeah it's good. But yeah, I, I can't argue with Maniac. Maniac is yeah, brilliant. Uh, I mean, I like the original, but I, if, if you put a gun to my head, I would have to say I prefer this one. I would agree with that. Yeah. The thing with the original, I don't get how that bloke was really popular with ladies. No, because he was like a fat, sweaty a mess. Fat, greasy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like I say, the only thing I've ever seen him in, other than that, was Rocky. He, he yeah, plays at the start of the film. Rocky does a bit of like. Um, is this the original? Yeah. Okay. He does a bit of collection work for money, yeah. and I think is it Joe Spinelli or something? Whatever the actor's name is, is the mob boss who does the collecting. Okay. He um, kind of does sort of like backing. I think he's in the first two films, sort of goes to his fights and that. Okay. I like the original. Yeah. There's some good. I mean, have the, the big the shotgun. Yeah, didn't Tom, Tom Savini, Savini blow his own head off? Yeah. Yeah. Because they'd used a shotgun, didn't they? And they had the, the fake head stuff, whatever, yeah. and they just exploded it everywhere, which is really well done. I like the original, and it's quite nasty in places, but this film really took that and ran with it. It took it in a different direction. That first-person thing worked. Yeah. And it wasn't all shaky cam. They put you in the driving seat of somebody who's completely I think, unhinged. I think it, it was only once when the camera came out, when he was, he was stabbing a girl, and she's in a... a parking lot or something yeah and the camera comes out from putting you in, in directly murdering someone multiple, you know stabbing someone multiple times and you yeah. saw the reflection in the hubcap away. yeah 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 cracking film yeah, I, can't. I just knew from the get-go i was going to love it and it yeah. was going to be different and they tried to make it different while still honoring the original yeah and it worked so well everything about it just worked for me you know it didn't it altered things but kept them the same mm-hmm. and it did it at such a level that it just yeah. worked it, like you said, it sort of it kept to the original storyline, but it took everything in its own direction. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, yeah, I'll agree. No, I yeah. can't. Yeah, Elijah Wood, he's become so good at these creepy roles. You need to watch, is it Come to Daddy? I haven't seen that one. That's a good movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's, his career has took a bizarre yet interesting turn. Didn't he do one, which I've never seen? I remember seeing the trailer for it, where um, it had, was it Sasha Gray was in it, and he was... Did he get obsessed? He's watching her on cameras or something. I can't remember what that was called. I've never seen that. I remember seeing the trailer. I can't remember. And there might have been a couple of reasons I thought I'd give it a go. Yeah, there was another one he was in. It might have been that. I can't remember, but I can't remember what the film was called anyway. But, but this, this one was quite a while back. probably like 10 years ago, I think. Yeah. Come with Daddy's a weird film. Okay. And he's weird in it, but it's good. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he's, 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 his career has took an interesting turn. Yeah, he does something. Yeah. I like he just seems to... Yeah, he's like, no, I want to do this. And he just... He, he seems more like he... 
picks what he wants to do rather than... He kind of, quite cleverly, he could have been very typecast in certain roles after the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's, it's the same way that I quite... After Lord of the Rings? Because mm, that was very different, obviously, as well. And I, I quite like Green Street. It's all right. Yeah, I, don't, I hate football, but I really like that film. Yeah. There was more than one, but I don't think he was in them. No, I, was, I think I did what We did watch the second one, which was set in prison. Was it? One of the characters in it, I can't... But he's done that thing in the same way as Daniel Radcliffe has, where they've kind of like made an effort to escape the roles they're most mm-hmm. known for. I mean, Daniel Radcliffe makes some really interesting films. Now, Swiss Army Man, I loved. Pawns. Pawns, Guns Akimbo. Yeah. All great films yeah. and totally different. He's gone his career. He thought, now I'm going to take a different direction. With yeah, I don't want to be a fucking boy wizard all my life. No, and the same with Elijah Wood. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's escaped the shadow of the Hobbit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he does some good stuff. Okay. Yeah, no, I can't argue with that at all. Are you ready for my number three? Ready and waiting. Three. As we journey back to 1988 for an amorphous, well, it's a blob from outer space. <laughs> I knew that was going to feature on your list. Yeah, I knew that one was going to crop up. It was a really good remake. I like the original. I get even get apart from Steve McQueen playing a fucking school kid, and he's supposed to be like 18, 19 or something. You're like, you're 34, man. Yeah, if it, uh, it's a fever a day. And I love the bit, I don't know if it's played for laughs or not, where someone, I think was it a doctor, had been killed by it, and he's disappeared, and the police have turned up at the crime scene, and they want everything, I think his cleaner was there, the doctor's cleaning, and gone, we don't, don't want anything touching, you know, we need to preserve the fingerprints, and she's like, I can dust around them! And I just kind of <laughs> like that. But See, the remake just, it was a proper 80s thing that went it is really, an 80s, it is an 80s really movie. Vis- it is an 80s movie, but it went visceral with it, and it was like, holy fuck, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, it's, and again, it showed you how horrific that the blob actually was. The same as way the new Invisible Man made you go, "Oh fuck, this is creepy." Mm. That one, seeing people actually being dissolved by it, was like, "Oh shit, okay, this is a lot more fucking gruesome than I realised it would have been." Thing is, I'm gonna have to watch it again. It's mm. a film that I saw mm. when I was a kid and loved, but haven't gone anywhere near. Oh, okay, and it, not because I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just haven't done it. I mean, it was it was mostly practical effects. Mm. You got child death. Yep. you got people melting, you got limbs coming off. You mm-hmm. have, is it Shawnee Smith? Obviously, people know from the Saw franchise. Did Frank Darabont do this one? Because a lot of his people are in it. There's the, yeah, the, the, the sheriff in it. I, I can't remember the guy's name. The sheriff in it, it was in Walking Dead. Was it a guy who had the, the camper van? Yeah. Oh, the same dude. He's, yeah, he's in Green Mile. Yeah. And um, he was in The Mist. Yes. Yeah, so he was in it. I think there might have been. Someone I can't, I'll have to look up who did it because I didn't make notes on that. I just wrote down the film of the year. Yeah, but well, I thought it was yeah really yeah, good. Yeah, like I say, I mean, I saw it when I was a kid and really liked it in the same way that you know it, it's one of those films where you mention it and it's eighties. Yeah, you mentioned the stuff. 80s. Oh yeah, <laughs> you mentioned Critters, 80s. 80s yeah. So it's one of those films you just immediately associate with the eighties. Oh, excuse me, it is a very eighties movie. And I liked it, but for some a, reason I've not seen it as an adult. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it for a few years, and I was going to watch it again this week, and I haven't got around to it, because I, I don't think my wife has ever seen it, so I wanted to introduce her to the, yeah. to the remake. But I watched the stuff again recently. <laughs> Such a good movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it for a while, but Chilly I do. Yogurt. I do have it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went through a weird phase of dangerous food stuff. So we had a lot of food of the gods and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 But the blob, I thought, was a, a really good updated remake. It made it visceral. It made it scary. Yeah, I guess it still mimics certain scenes, like the bit in the cinema. But seeing this, I think there was um, uh, when the, there's a, a woman in a phone box, 
and she's trying to phone the police and the blob has surrounded her and inside it you see this half desiccated corpse mm. like this skeleton with little bits of meat on it and the clothes are still hanging off it and like oh fuck it's just the way it just completely dissolves people they were like oh shit this is actually fucking horrible I neither agree or disagree because I haven't seen it recently enough okay. but you have got me to a point where I'm going to look for it and watch it again okay yeah because I haven't watched it as an adult mm. and that's not for any reason other than yeah, one of those yeah. films that you file away yeah and forget yeah so that's why it didn't make my list but, I mean, I haven't seen it recently. I may, there's a chance to watch it now. Ah, it's, not, it's not that good. But I remember really enjoying it. And even though I do like the original, I think it was a better film. And it, I can't remember the soundtrack, but I'm sure it fits better than that fucking happy little... Do you remember the, the theme tune to The Blob? Yeah. It was that happy little, beware of the blob. <laughs> beware of the blob. It creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor. Right through the door and all around the wall. A splotch, a splotch. Be careful of the blob. Yeah, that was like 50s. That's like how you start a fucking horror movie. <laughs> yeah, that's like leave it to beaver sort of shit. And not one that you're playing it serious and not for jokes. It's like, the, all right, fine, if you're doing that for killer clowns, yeah, fine, have your stupid things on, but not in... Something you're trying to make is scary. I always worry a little bit because there are films that I remember loving from the 80s. Yeah. That I've rewatched and thought, oh, what was I thinking? Blood Diner. Oh, God, I haven't seen I that. Loved I loved that movie. That long... Pre sort of early Peter Jackson stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a showcase of really good gore yeah. effects. And then I watched it recently and thought, it's really not. Oh, okay. Which is a shame. Yeah. I remember watching it when I was younger for the first time and thinking, this is so gory, this is so cool. And then obviously it's nothing compared to like, Brain Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And rewatching it again, I was like, actually, it's a bit shit. <laughs> even story wise, it's not. No. Okay. Because only like they, they're using people in their ingredients to appease appease an Egyptian god or goddess or something. I can't remember. No, is that the? No, I'm getting mixed up with Blood Feast. Aren't I? Is that the? Not That's the Herschel Gordon Lewis. Wasn't one. that something to do with an Egyptian? Oh, I can't remember. I, think. I haven't seen I'm that. Not for sure years if I've either. seen Blood Diner or not. I'll have to. I will have to look it up. There, just to, I think they're like my brain. they're trying to like they got their uncle's a brain in a jar or something. <laughs> this sounds more like something from a full moon feature now. It was one of them films I was bound to love as an adolescent because it's full of gore and tits. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. being that age, yeah, I'm like, yes, gore and tits. To be fair, I'm always gonna have that slight misogynistic thing of like, oh, it's got gore and tits. <laughs> I'm gonna, not the gore's misogynistic, but yeah, it's to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, this film speaks yeah. to me. I'm seeing yeah. levels. <laughs> a couple of gore and boobies. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was my number three, was the 1988 remake of it. Yeah, fair play. I'm going to have to rewatch it. You've got me You've got me in a in a place where I'm thinking I've got to rewatch it. Okay. Yeah, so cool. I will give that a watch. So it's it's your number it's two. It's a penultimate. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm to hear what you've got for us. Number two for me is the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. Okay. By uh, Alexander Ajar, starring Ted Levine from Silence of the Lambs, obviously. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> uh, Emily One of us was going to do it. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Emily DeRavin from uh, Lost. Yes. Yeah. And Aaron Stanford, who was in X Men 2. I think it was Pyro. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is another one of those films where, gun to the head, I would admit it's better than the original. I would as well. I like the original, but this yeah. just upped it. Yeah. yeah, it's violent chaos. Yeah. The film is violent chaos. Yeah. It's fucking, it's nasty. It's brutal. Some of the freaks looked, you know, they've, they've been living through radiation and mutation for years. <laughs> yeah. And while you've got, what was, the, what was Papa Jupiter and the other one was just a bit hairy. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think Wes Craven's original idea for making them look mutated was making them wear animal furs. Yeah, and grow a beard. Whereas in this one, <laughs> they've got that bloke with that that overgrown head, and he can't sit upright. It's hanging off the back of his yeah, chair, and he's all over the thing. Can you eat your family? And whatever yeah. it is, and he's just like so. She just does. Don't no, you just do it with an axe or something? Because no, the dog kills him. Oh, dog yeah, kills him. him. Yeah, yeah, the dog. Yeah. But it was. I know they use CGI in that, but that worked well for for Ruby. Mm. Where they just made one of her eyes a little bit off kilter, so didn't make her completely freaky. Yeah, but yeah. Now I can. Yeah, yeah. I mean that trailer attack scene is the best scene in the movie. The first night they're attacking. It the just tra- reminded me what I mentioned <coughs> the other week about the milk moustache thing. Yeah. God, milk. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard to watch. Mm. You know, Emily Deraven's character is is raped by one of the the inbreds or radiation. Yeah, I can't be funny. Was he meant was he meant to be Pluto or? I don't know, but it's yeah. It's hard to watch. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's fucking nasty. That, that, yeah, she, she's got the, the whole rape issue to deal with. And the other guys in there, like, biting heads off budgies or whatever it is and drinking the blood. And the whole thing's just a massive fucking nightmare. And the scene where Ted Levine's character is burnt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's so... That's nasty. Yeah. You see him sort of, like, you see his skin start to melt and his eyes just, yeah. like... The, the eyes go to white, don't they? Which yeah. Which is really... Yeah. Like, oh, shit, that's clever. Yeah, if you if if you if I was forced to admit it publicly, which I just have, yeah, without being forced, so <laughs> it's a better film than the original. I would agree with that. As much as it pains me in a way to say that over with a Wes Craven movie that yeah. I really liked as a kid, yeah, I would hands down watch this over the original. Yeah, yeah. If I was gonna, if someone said you want to watch Yours of Eyes, I'd hope I'd be hoping they'd put this one on. Mm. Nothing against the original, and I would quite happily watch it. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I mean, this this the the remake doesn't let up right at the start. It lets you know what's going on when those two. God, are they checking the radiation in the ward or something like that? There's two guys in hazmat suits. Yeah. And they get pickaxe to the fucking face and to the spine. And yeah. It's like, okay, this is going to be brutal. Yeah. I mean, there's some, there's, there's scenes in that, like instant deaths where someone's shot. And you're used to seeing people shot in the, um, in films, mm-hmm. like dead, but something about the way that it's done makes it so visceral and, and impactful. Yeah. It is bang, dead. And it's horrible. And the scene where the uh, bloke who owns the um, petrol station is oh, the old guy who's helping the money. He sits wow. on, a, on a shitter with a with a shotgun in his mouth and yeah. just you see his head oh, separate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That's so well done. The gore in that film is yeah. really sort of like is on the nail. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'll, I will hundred percent agree with you there. In fact, I'm hundred percent in agree with you so much that it's also my number two. Oh wow, it's also the hills of ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> strange complete synergy on that one yeah yeah it's it's, yeah. it's fantastic uh, it's really nasty moving it's hard to watch in places and I the, really like the soundtrack as well it just had that um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was listening to it the other night actually whilst I was just re- rearranging the list a little bit I recently watched a sequel and how, I don't know how they dropped the ball it was awful it was the soldiers weren't it yeah. on, on manoeuvres the best thing about that sequel I think was the poster I think it had someone dragging a body across the yeah I think I was like oh that looks alright and then I watched it and I was like how the fuck did you drop the ball so badly? Thing is, it's that bad yeah. that I watched it recently and can't remember much about it. Oh shit, I can't. Remember I remember the group of soldiers. I remember someone hiding in the shit. Mm. I remember nothing about the movie at all. Did they? Oh wait, did they actually go in the mines in this one? Yeah, one of the soldier female soldiers was kidnapped and impregnated. I think. Oh okay. Because the um, original sequels weren't there a blind girl. Yeah, I think the I original remember, sequel was bad. Yeah, as well. I remember that because I did have the novelization of it at some point, and I'd read that more times than I'd actually watched the. The sequel. Oh wow! Yeah, I think I've seen the uh, sequel to the original twice, and I don't like it. Might be exactly. Yeah, I watched it when it first came out, and then I watched it again a few years back. Yeah, given how good the remake was, the fact that they dropped the ball on the sequel to that so drastically was was. But that happens a lot with. I mean, which reminded me of another remake, which isn't on my list, but two thousand and one Maniacs. 
yeah. was fun in its own way and it was really silly and it was enjoyable. And then the sequel just kind of went, what happened here? I don't know. The thing is, the sequel, they replaced Robert England. Yeah, which is fine. And usually, thought, yeah, usually I would think, well, that's yeah. a non-forgivable sin. But, but they replaced him with Bill Mosley. He licked my plate, you dog dick. So you think, all right, from one horror legend and to another. And still had a few other characters in there that have been in it. Yeah. But it just, it wasn't as good. No, no. They, they really, really dropped the ball with the sequel. Which I've forgotten about that as a remake, actually, until just now. But there we go. Well, they should have done. I always think they should have picked up exactly where the original left off because they hadn't yeah. got out of the desert. There was obviously someone still watching them because you saw oh, was this, oh, uh, Hills of Ice, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, there was yeah. A, it cut back to the binocular vision, didn't yeah. it? Through and they yeah. should have like carried that on. Yeah. Because I think you already established the, uh, the torment that the main characters are going through. Mm-hmm. So you could have just hit the floor running. Yeah, they still could have been yeah on the run. Didn't give a shit about some army platoon made up of a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, aren't they established right at the start <laughs> that they're a bunch of fucking idiots? They're doing some sort of manoeuvres thing like in the desert and they all end up pretty much being berated for the fact that they've done it completely wrong and oh, they would all be dead. I do not remember anything about it. Yeah, they were a bunch of buffoons. Okay, I remember there was a group of yeah, soldiers going in, but I cannot remember anything about it at all no. other than that. And I think they went in the mines. Yeah, when one of them at one point leave his gun leaning against the, the privy door, and when he goes back, it's gone. Oh, I thought, what soldier worth his fucking <laughs> soul would leave mind. his weapon laying against the wall? Mm. Not when you go to the toilet. Have you not seen Pulp Fiction? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah John Travolta would have been carrying his weapon. He'd have been all right. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, I agree with you. It's my number two as well. I thought it was a, a cracking remake. Yeah. And I liked the character evolution for the guy, the, the dad who survives at the end, because at the beginning, you're like, He's a bit of a dick. He's moaning and all that. But when it comes to like fighting to get his kid back and that, it, it made that natural progression and yeah. you're cheering him on. He goes from like a anti-gun, yeah. nerdy type character to I'm going to fucking kill to him. To fucking badass. He manages yeah. to look pretty much... And the film is... I mean, I love it and shit doesn't bother me. It's scared me. But it is a nightmare all the way through. I mean, you wake up in a fucking freezer full of body parts, you're going to freak out. Yeah. You know? I think that's a fair reaction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I thought it was a cracking movie. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. clearly, because we're both, yeah. Yeah, uh, so once. <laughs> it's uh, from well. Okay, okay, here we go. The number one spot. Okay. It's a film you've mentioned before. Oh, okay. A film that I love very much. And it is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Ah, okay. Oh, yes, I've forgotten. I've and the reason it's so high on my list <laughs> is because it's one of my favourite oh, Okay. Yeah. I love this movie. Yeah, we joke about Keanu Reeves shoddy in the chase <laughs> and, and wooden fucking... Yeah. I mean, I like Keanu Reeves. He's, he's very good at some of the things he does. John Wick, John Matrix, yeah. uh, Bill and Ted. Um, <laughs> and he's supposed to be a really nice bloke as well, yeah, which yeah, kind okay. of endears you to him. Yeah. He's not... He's miscast in this film. Yeah. We've established that. But I love this movie. I love the look of it. Although I think without Gary Oldman, this wouldn't be the movie it is. No, probably not. Well, and you could say that about a lot of things. I mean, the, the, some central characters' performances make them elevate a film. But but there is so much more to this film than just that. Oh, yeah. The look of the film, the way that it's shot. I really love the fact that the special effects are practical. Mm. Even to the point where there's a scene where Dracula backs into a corner and becomes a mound of rats, and they did that in camera. And I don't know how they did it, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's impressive. All the effects are in camera, and it's such a beautiful looking film. I love the score. I own the score. I bought the score on uh, vinyl, on red, on red vinyl. It's oh, one of my like, oh, most yes. prized possessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love this movie. Okay. I, I went to see it at the cinema. I think it was a college at the time. And kind of, you know, when you just fall in love with a film yeah, there yeah. and then, and that's never really left. And I'll, I'll revisit this film a lot. Yeah, it's just one of my favourite films. Yeah, no, I, I, I do need to watch it again because I haven't seen it in quite a while. Yeah. But I, yeah, 
Yeah, I'm not surprised that it is your number one. Yeah. Because I know that you're a big fan of it. Yeah, I did a list for the website of like mm-hmm. um, vampire films and it came in number one on that as well. Uh, yeah. A lot of people will disagree with that. Yeah. I get no, that, no. you know. But this is a personal list and I just really love this film. Okay. Yeah. I think the only other major show was, um, was he Van Helsing, wasn't he? Uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, he was Van Helsing. Yeah. There's that random bit, then he, I can't remember who it is, he's talking to someone and he starts dancing with them. Like, the fuck is that all about? What are you dancing with this woman? Like, well, there's a lot of shit going on here, vampire stuff. I'm just gonna have a big dance. Yeah, but I think that was just a, like I mean that I know, he is was... he is kind of round the bend of it. Yeah. He's a very eccentric character. He's tactless. Yeah, you know, yeah. when they mistake and decapitate Lucy, yeah. he's yeah. so tactless about it. And you can see the other characters sitting around the table who were close to her, yeah. utterly horrified by his by his that, uh, attitude towards it. Was that Carrie Elwes was in it again, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. and um Oh, what's his name from With Nail and I? Richard E. Grant. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the doctor who sort of like runs the asylum at Renfield, is that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're already, they're like, it's, in, it's sort of like referred to that they're all at one point lovers of Lucy. She's a bit sort of like promiscuous and that, and they're all obviously really close to her. So his attitude after having state and decapitated her is really quite awful, but it's an, yeah, yeah. It's an eccentricity of the character. So the dancing thing is just to like... Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. It, just, it just seemed that when, when you... <laughs> Because that was almost when he was introduced, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. But yeah, then later on you pick up like, oh, okay, he's a little bit yeah. off kilter. Yeah, a bit eccentric. But yeah, no, I, I do need to watch it again because I haven't seen it in quite a while, but I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And obviously you're... There are certain shots in that film that really, really, that I really, really love. It's like when they go to the grave of Lucy and she sort of appears having been out to feed and she's wearing like a, a wedding dress or whatever it is or a funeral gown, okay. I don't know. Yeah. And they sort of like, they force her back into uh, the crypt with the crucifix right. before they stake her. And it's shot and then reversed. So when she goes she goes back into the, the crypt, it, that's in reverse. She's oh, actually okay. climbed out of it on film. And it's so bizarre mm. and looks awesome. I really love yeah, that shot. It's a natural, supernatural and kind of element to it. Everything with sort of old man Dracula in Transylvania, the whole, the whole thing that the laws of physics don't apply when vampires are present, yeah, with the yeah. shadows sort of like things Although like that. Simpsons are slightly mad, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like waiting for it to play with a yo-yo or something. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's really well done. Yeah. And again, in camera, I don't know how they did it, but it's really, really good. And there's that moment, yeah, where he just suddenly glides straight over. Yeah, like, all yeah. his movements are just bizarre. Yeah. Like when Keanu Reeves looks out the castle window and he's sort of like crawling, scurrying down yeah. the wall and stuff like that. It's it's yeah. visually very impressive. Although you do think at that point you might have gone, yeah, yeah fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's visually a beautiful movie. Yeah. And I just, you know, it's, it, it's, it's in my... It's it's up there in my yeah. What to say? Top probably top ten films ever. Oh, okay, I so, love yeah, the film. It was, it was number nine on my list. Yeah, and I'm I'm not surprised it's yeah your top. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait, your turn. Well, my number one is one that you've mentioned. Okay. I think it was your third because mine's Maniac. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's my because again it's hands down. I would rather watch it than the original, and it was so well done. It went in its own direction. Loved it. What was a cracking remake. I kind of suspected okay. my reasons are twofold that you would pick that mm-hmm. one because I, I know how much you like that film. Yeah. Two, you hadn't mentioned that. Yeah. Thought, There's no way he's admitted it. <clears throat> Maniac is going to be on his list. Yeah. And the further down we went when it wasn't on there, but that's his number one. And especially when I started agreeing with you when you mentioned again, yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. But no, no I, I, I don't disagree with that. It choice. was nearly Hills of Ice. 
Yeah. And I had them I had them the other way around and then I was looking at it again yeah. last night actually and I thought, no, actually maniac I do using my sort of remake criteria over what I'd rather watch and so on. It's like, yeah, I could I don't know if I'd even that bothered about the original. It was good, but I would much rather watch this one. It was so I own the original on DVD, I haven't watched it in a long while. Yeah, I do I've like it. About, but... I do like it because it's sort of of that era where there was even a moment though in the remake where they mimicked the cover of the original. Where had the, you see the guy from behind holding, it, he's the holding scalp. A, a scalp, yeah, yeah, and they mimicked that. Yeah. In the, in the remake, they copied that shot somewhere during the film, which I thought yeah. was good. The thing with the remake is, it's one of those films where you're watching it, well, me anyway, you kind of feel dirty for watching it. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, because he's... It clings, the only other time that's really happened to me when I've watched a film, it was a Serbian film. Okay, well, yeah, I, I felt I felt horrible and dirty for yeah. watching it, for different reasons. Yeah. I mean, a Serbian film is a film I'd never watch again. I've seen it. Yeah, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't recommend it. Wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. You know, uh, the kids started getting into horror films, and I'm like, oh, you should see this, see this. And they sort of brought that up. I said, but I don't really want you to watch it. And I wouldn't recommend it. And it's not me being, like, prudish or conservative. No. There's just nothing to recommend. If you recommended a Serbian film to somebody, and they sat down and they'd watch it, they'd think, what the fuck is wrong with the person <laughs> who recommended this film to me? And afterwards, I felt like I needed to take a shower. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's probably one we can have for a longer debate on another thing as well. Yeah. There's certain things about that that the director made reasons for why he did it, and I'm like, that's yeah. fucking bullshit. So yeah. we'll have to, I agree. That and, might be a longer you know, chat somewhere. There, there, there are two different ways of looking at the Serbian film. One could say that it's it's boundary pushing and, and sort of like a fuck you to the centre, and others could say it's just a reprehensible piece of shit. <laughs> and I think you can you can like, agree with both Go arguments. With both arguments but, yeah. um, I wouldn't recommend it. But yeah, this is not the same way because maniac isn't that kind of film but i did feel kind of dirty watching i think it's that pov thing it's putting you in his shoes and the fact that his fingers are always bloody and taped up and all that and his yeah for 90 lives is all kind of squalid and he's always like there's all flies buzzing around the yeah for 90 minutes you're expected to be in the driving seat of a psychopath yeah a very creepy and it only comes out of it as i mentioned when you spoke about it in your list when it comes out when he's stabbing that woman in the parking lot and I think right yeah. at the end the camera then pans out as you see him yeah. dying but yeah it's just yeah it was an effective it technique was... whoever came up with that idea whoever thought I'm going to do this but I'm going to put you in the POV and it worked so it, it, it really does immerse you and I saw, saw a little bit of it because it was actually the cameraman that was, had to be right behind him so it was always Elijah Wood's hands yeah so it must yeah. have been a tricky setup to do but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and like yeah, like you said, you do feel a little bit grimy, grimy afterwards. Yeah, because he, yeah, he's in there, he's, he's cutting the scalps off and putting them on his mannequins. Yeah, and then he's shouting because there's flies buzzing around him, and then he that sort of schizophrenic. And then he kind actually of thing he has where he's arguing amongst them, like why you know why don't you like her? She's my new girlfriend. And, all that kind yeah, of and he gets to a point where he's actually trying to establish a uh, real relationship. Yeah, but just so out of his fucking depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's so well handled. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, there was nothing that made me think. Oh, that's a bit of a leap in logic. No. Because at the start, it, it puts you in there right at the beginning because he's sitting in the car watching someone muttering to himself about yeah. following us. I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was this little creepy monologue and you're like, this is a good fucking film. Yeah, so, yeah. no. I knew I was going to love it from the opening. That was my number one. Yeah, I agree with that. I can see why you've put that <laughs> as number one. I, you know, I wouldn't... I mean, there are a lot of things on your list that I don't disagree with. Yeah, the same with you. I mean, I need to watch uh, the Cat People. One. Yeah. The Ring, I think, is the only one I really disagree with. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. There are, I, I think, um, Piranha nearly made the list. I was debating on it, but that's, I mean, that's an enjoyable film for certain aspects. Yeah, they took my penis. They took my penis. <laughs> yeah, for misogynistic reasons, for the underwater ballet was just yeah, yeah. 
I mean, but then again, I really like the original. I watched that again this week just to kind of to, to help me with this list and where should I put it. I'm like, you know what? I really like the original. Even though they just go at the end, we'll pollute the water, the fish will swim into the pollution, and they're dead. Fair enough. Whatever. Yeah. But I, I really like that. And I was, I weren't sure about the Texas Chainsaw remake, the one move. Was... Overall, I mean, I've seen that it film a couple of times. I and love that I, shot when the girl's shot in the head. And the camera, and the camera pans, pans through a skull. Yeah, amazing. brilliant. I like Harley Emmy in it. It had some good moments in that film, but it also, I, I, would, I couldn't put it in because of how much I dislike that fucking Andrew Brunyaski who played Leatherface. Yeah. It's a complete bellend, which completely lowered it for me. Yeah. Having the Ermi in it is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and there are some scenes in it that I thought, oh, fucking hell, there's one scene, you know the nerdier one with the curly hair and the glasses? At one oh. point, he gets hit in the mouth with a gun. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, you know. He's got his teeth or something. Yeah. Like that, yeah. And the guy on the hook, which is trying to lift him up, and just as the hook's Keeps coming dropping out, she drops him, yeah. him back in. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, just, yeah. Yeah, but it had some good moments, but again, overall, I wouldn't watch it over the original. No, neither would I. Neither would I. And, and overall, mm. it's quite dissatisfying. You yeah. get to the end and you think, mm. yeah, it didn't. <laughs> there is one, I didn't think of it until we were doing this list as well, when we were talking about uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. What about the um, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, the one with De Niro? Yeah, that's a good movie. I'd forgotten about that. So would I. And I quite like that. Yeah. He played a good. De Niro's good as the monster. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kenneth Branagh's good. Yeah. Uh, it, I, you know, Hell of the Monarch Hart was in it, and I. I Big fan of hers. Yeah, Billy Connolly as well. Was he a doctor in it? He was giving them a vaccine. Was it? I'm sure. I'll have to check. I've got, I've got a feeling he was. And, and then they were, he's like, it's got, it's a small pox vaccine. They're like, I said it's got the pox. And then, no, they, they, they take his brain, don't they? I can't remember. I haven't seen it in a long while. I know, I just know I, I, well, I, I like it. I'll chat and I'll try and look it up quickly on IMDb. I'm sure Billy Connolly was in it. Yeah. Although saying that, we did mention him off camera, so that's probably not going to make any sense from now. No, I mean, yeah, there are off a camera, few, off microphone. There are a few honourable mentions that you could like whack on the list, yeah, and then you could go into like the whole worst ones made. Oh, that'd be yeah, that'd be. that would that would be a longer list. I mean, House of Wax was fucking terrible. But, um, with Hills of Ice, didn't Alexander Adger, did he produce that as well? I thought he had a hand in that because he did Maniac. I don't know. I think did he do? I know it's Marcus. No, Marcus Nisbet. I think he actually wrote. Because he did. If I remember right, Piranha, didn't he? Yeah. I think he wrote Maniac. Yeah, I know he had a yeah, he had a hand in Maniac. Yeah. yeah. And he did. Oh, he did Piranha, and I think did he do Mirrors? Yeah, Mirrors with Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, which the only bit I liked was the jaw rip yeah, in the bar. Same, yeah. yeah, and the original wasn't that cracking a movie. But I think I that, don't think I've seen it. She, the, first, the shop isn't. It's not a dilapidated thing. The shop is still open, mm. or they're, they're getting it ready in between seasons or something like that. Right. And I think the first character steals something, and then she gets whatever. She gets possessed, and she ends up slicing the throat in a pizza cutter, which is something I've never seen before. No. So, yeah, I mean, other than the jaw whip in the bathroom, that film kind of was a bit... Yeah, I couldn't give a shit. The list of shitty remakes would be fucking endless. Uh, 13 Ghosts. That's sort of had a resurgence of oh. people liking it, and I don't get it, because it's always, I thought, a piece of shit. It's got good creature design. Yeah. But that's yeah, it. Some of the ghosts are good. Yeah. Yeah, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm bumbling again, going, my year. No, 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 no. fucking Boris Johnson. Yesterday I went... Uh, as as we all must, uh, 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 to to Peppa Pig World. I don't know if you've been to Peppa Pig World. Who's been to? Hands up, anyone who's been to Peppa Pig World. Go to Peppa Pig Land. At least you're in for a cracking Christmas party. Who makes a house that's entirely glass as well? I mean, that's going to be more than one floor. Yeah, because clearly, if you're having a shit, people can see you from outside. But can they see you from below as well? If your bathroom's upstairs, I don't know. But the thing is, but the sewer pipes all glass. My biggest concern is how fucking hot would that be in the in the summer? <laughs> <laughs> I live in a giant greenhouse. Yeah. I know, it might be. Oh, no, John Cleese was a professor in um, Frankenstein. Uh, Maybe that's, oh, I was getting mixed up there. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it was John, John Cleese. That's yeah. What I was thinking of. Okay, not 
really gone at all. Fair enough. Don't know how I got those two confused, but there we go. Yeah, so yeah, I think I think I, I agree with much of your list. Okay, yeah, I agree. I think the ring is the only one I really disagree with. Yeah. And I need to rewatch Cat People. Mm-hmm. I suppose you need to check out the the blog, blog. again. The ring, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna look for that because like I said, I haven't seen it so many years. So that's why I remember it being good. Mm-hmm. I remember liking it and it being one of those eighties films that yeah, just kinda yeah. sticks with you, but because I haven't seen it in so many years, I couldn't really include it. Okay, no, that's fair enough. But I will rewatch it. Because I haven't seen it for a while, but it, it sticks in my memory. Everything about I can remember most of that film, which to me was a good sign. Mm. Okay. I have, as it's the end of the year, compiled a list of my favourite horror films for 2021. I know, I know you didn't do one. I haven't done one now. Um, but I will run through them quickly and we'll okay. see what you've seen and whether you can uh, get on board with my choices. Okay. I've got to think back through the notes because I read it there. It's <laughs> just like a bonus now. This is all the stuff from the Lignum podcast. Oh, well, you're so, the, oh, okay. So fucking disorganised. That's why I just keep mine digitally and stick it on the tablet and then delete it when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Hope for the best. <laughs> we'll get there in a minute. You know what I thought People I'd write it down. People are going to love this audio of Peyton's turn. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd write it down. What did I actually do with it? Well, if not, we'll save it for next time. Maybe I didn't. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll do it next time. I'll t- we can always do a quick rundown next time and I'll... Um, I'll see if I can bolt something together as well. Yeah. There's still a quite a few Oh, no, I have done it. Found it. Oh, we found it. Okay. Yeah. Hi, folks. We're back. I also did the uh, 10 worst. Oh, good. Let's see what you've seen. Okay. So I'll do the 10 best. Yep. Descending from 10. Number 10, I've got The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. We discussed this a little bit last last time, and I said it was the weakest of the three, but there was still enough about it, especially the performances from the two main leads that, that kind of put it on my list. Okay. If you like, and there are some good scenes. I mean, the thing with the film is it kind of it does that X Men Two thing. X Men Two's best scene was at the start of the film with uh, Nightcrawler in the White House. Oh yes, and yes. they kind of blew their beans really early. Yeah. And this kind of does the same thing. It starts mm-hmm. with an exorcist, an exorcism of a little boy, and it's the best scene in the film. It's really oh, well done, and everything after that isn't as good. So I always compare that sort of thing. Is that to... the new X Men or the original X Men? The original X Men Two. Oh, okay, because I was going to say the newer one. The best scene was the. Quicksilver. Yeah, the best thing about the, yeah. the newer film was when it ended. <laughs> oh, that's and I, shitty And I didn't one, have to watch it ever again. Yeah. One and two were good. Apocalypse was shit, though. Apocalypse started. That's when the downward spiral began. Days of Future Past was fucking brilliant. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's where Quicksilver doing that whole thing through the, yeah. the but then, But then they tried to recreate that in the later ones, and it was just like yeah. taking the best scene from a previous film, yeah. trying to make it the best film scene in a new film. Yeah, and not doing as good a job of it. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I went in the room so you can get this done, yeah. No, that's all right. Uh, number nine, I've got Halloween Kills. Yeah. I know, I've heard very mixed opinions on Halloween Kills. It's a slasher movie. Mm. And I liked it as much as I liked some of the other Halloween sequels from the 80s because they're slasher movies yeah. and it just does what it says on the tin. Yeah, you I think know. my only complaint, which I think we've mentioned before, was that mistaken identity. Yeah, that was the, the worst scene. It didn't look like him at all. No, how can you... That's yeah. like mistaking you for Sean Connery or something. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry, what are you trying to show Well, you're about a foot and a half shorter. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But I'm going to come in and shit on the sofa. Yeah. Oh, look, there's Lee. He looks a little bit like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> if you did, I'd be around here more often. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd be admiring myself a lot Yeah, more. you'd be you in a full-length <laughs> mirror and you went misery. No, I'll sit here and look at this all day. <laughs> Number eight is Sensor. Ah, uh, okay, yes. You I haven't, seen that yet. yet. No, I'll, yeah. No. No. Number seven, I've got Psycho Gorman. Yeah. I love that film. It was like a an 80s tribal film. The little girl was a little bit annoying. I didn't think so. Sometimes. I, I'm really sort of funny about kids in films. They generally, nine times out of ten, annoy the piss out of me. Right. But these kids didn't annoy me. 
I don't know. I think that that boy. I'm like, why are you hanging out with her? She's just a bit of a fucking moany bratty. But then again, she was meant to be because that's the whole point of yeah. And Psycho Gorman did make me laugh, but especially even like the the whole thing about his sexuality. He's like, I don't like hunky boys, and he picks up the magazines like, or do I? <laughs> made me laugh. Like, yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, that was a good fun film. Yeah. Like I say, it had completely a, ridiculous for a friend to have that giant brain monster. Was, yeah. yeah, it had a very eighties trauma feel yes, to it, and I, and I enjoyed that. Uh, number six was St. Maud. Haven't seen that. You need to watch that film. Okay. The end of the film really stays with you. Uh, in the same way that the end of the film Martyrs kind of stays with you. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. kind of that shock. That's a remake that weren't going on the fucking list, wasn't it? I didn't see it all. I turned it off. I started watching it. thought, this is utter garbage and turned it off. <laughs> Did the right thing. Mm. Uh, number five, Candyman. Okay. Yeah. I like that film. I think if it was released yeah. at just the right time, yeah. given the state of America and things at the minute, that's true. It kind of like couldn't be more relevant. Yeah. And, you know, okay. I, I appreciated that. I also like there was a lot of imagery in it, like uh, Cabrini oh. Green being gentrified. Yeah, that's so a good idea. To, there's, there's real subtle ways they kind of like brought that up. It's like at the start of uh, the original Candyman, it's like an overhead camera shot of Cabrini yes, Green. Yes, yes, And at the start of this one, it's an, like looking it's up. below, looking up and, at the And there's a lot yeah. more sort of clean and yeah. pristine I and stuff. I like to kind of reverse that. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of knew, it kind of subtly set you up yeah. for what you was uh, in for. Uh, number four, The Night House. Mm, don't that was a good movie. Okay. No, it's a, yeah, it's a good Haunted House movie. movie. No, no okay, I don't think one. so. Um, I'll get mixed up with, was it Nightfire or the Vampire? That's what I was thinking of, it was on Netflix. That's an old film, isn't it? No, the one, uh, the one, the one, the one he's on the airplane. Oh, Red so. Sky. Oh, that's the one, yeah, that was cool. I didn't include that, but I really liked it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, anyway, yeah, I've seen that one either. Yeah, it's a good sort of like, it's a good haunted house movie, and there's some really quite effective scare scenes in it and stuff. And then the main performance by the actress whose name escapes me now is really, really good. I think yeah. you'd like it. Uh, number three, A Quiet Place 2. Yeah. Controversially, <clears throat> I preferred the first one. Okay. Because I thought it was more action packed. Okay, yeah. And uh, there was a lot more scenes. It, it, I mean, don't get me wrong, I loved The Quiet Place. It was so well made. And there was some really, it was one of those, when we watched it at the cinema, me and the wife both agreed that like there were scenes in it where we forgot to breathe. Is this the original? Or the, yeah, the original. Yeah, first we uh, we made the mistake of buying like um, Revels or something, <laughs> of minstrels. Really and it's sort crunchy. of like waiting for like the slightest sound, sort of crunching with that. Because <laughs> you can really hear it in your ear. And I was thinking, everyone's going to hear me going, <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that was such a good intense film, and but the sequel I think I liked even more. Oh, okay, see, I I'd probably put them on par. I think. I'd, yeah, yeah you could watch them one after another, and it'd be a good continuation. Yeah. It could be oh, almost yeah. one film, which is good in itself. Yeah. So yeah, that was um, my number three. Number two was Last Night in Soho, which I really oh, okay yeah recommend you watch. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, it's on. It's, do this. I mean, I love Edgar Wright anyway, mm -hmm. but. It doesn't start off in a way that makes you you think. I thought this was supposed to be a horror film. Okay. And as it goes on, it starts creeping more and more into that territory until it becomes a very good horror film. Okay. But a really well made one. Uh, I don't want to spoil it too much for you, so I won't say too much about okay. it. Okay. And then number one on my list is a film we discussed last episode, and that's uh, *Malignant*. Okay, number one. Okay. And I don't really feel the need to say much about that because no, we've gone into that quite a bit. We covered that yeah. for an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah, I, I you know, that was my favorite <laughs> film of the year. Right. Because it was so different, yeah, and just for the for the sheer enjoyment of of uh, watching it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll do my uh, ten gonna, worst. I was say, you're going to run down your ten shittiest films. Of Number ten was a film I was so looking forward to. I thought, yes, Christmas comedy horror star and Bruce Campbell. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, Black Friday. Yeah, I've watched that recently as well. What a fucking letdown! It took such a nosedive. I was 
at the beginning of it, I'm like, this is okay. It's sort of set up. You, you, got, you got like you thought you were going to eat like Krampus vibes or something. With, with the meteorites and that alien blob thing. I'm like, yeah. okay, this is looking interesting. It wasn't. And then it just fucking, yeah, it just dropped it completely. It fell flat. The best character in it, because most of the characters were just annoying fucking dicks. And then the only one who didn't have some kind of issue was Michael J. White's character, and they fucking got rid of him. Yeah, like, he was really the quick. Best fucking character in the film. Yeah, yeah. No, it just it didn't work. Yeah, they me. were whiny pricks, and it just yeah, I agree with that. It I'm sorry, Bruce. Right and it just knows uh, Anybody who knows me knows that I worship at the old with Bruce Campbell. <laughs> He's like. Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell. Did, 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 did. You know, if I if I was a religious man, he would be my god. <laughs> I love Bruce Campbell, but unfortunately, it didn't save this film from being uh, no, it didn't. A I, bit of a turkey. No, no I completely agree. I, I started off going, "This is okay," and maybe 15, 20 minutes in, it just slowly started to dive down. And it spent more time. They just sat in a room, fucking moaning and whining all the time. I don't want to see that. Not a single character really was likable. Maybe. Um, the girl who was Ophelia in um, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. That was her. But, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, was... the dad's Devon Saw's character started off okay. And then saying like, oh, he's just this alcoholic fucking loser. Whereas at the start, I kind of like, even though they've done the whole thing where they're separated parents, but the kids seem to really like their dad, which doesn't, it's usually like, oh, dad's a bit of a dick and he has to redeem himself. Whereas in this, they seem to get on well and didn't want yeah. him to go away. No. And you find out, oh, he's a fucking dropout alky and he just didn't have anything that, I don't know, he just didn't bring anything later on. It started so well for me and just took a nosedive. But yeah, okay, I can see he's, um, he's had a bit of a career resurgence, hasn't oh, he? Chucky, which Chucky. they put a little clip of. Uh, one of the new ones, Curse of Chucky, I think, was in this one. There was a little Chucky I haven't clip. watched the uh, end. In, oh, no, but there's near the start of Black Friday. Oh, Black Friday, sorry, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I noticed that, yeah. Yeah, there was a little, whether that was because of that, I don't know. But yeah, no, I agree with that. That was yeah. a disappointment. Speaking of which, I do recommend <laughs> Chucky. Good Chucky series. is good fun. Yes. Have you, do you say you not finished it then? I haven't watched the last episode, which apparently oh, okay. is feature length. Not quite. I think it's about an hour. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't but seen still, it. it was good. But I, I mean, with only that episode left. Yeah, yeah. And I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, I have as well. It's with the number nine. Fear Street, every fucking part. Did you watch them all? Yep. Wow. You're just, yeah, okay. Marie wanted to watch them. And I got to a point where I was like, oh, right. Fair enough. But it's just teeny. You know? And I don't mean it isn't small. I mean, <laughs> teeny as in, in aimed at. Teenagers, twelve to thirteen year olds. Yeah, I think not I watched thing. ten minutes of the first one. I was just like, "Yeah, this ain't for me. I'm not the audience for this, and just didn't bother anymore." I grew up with horror films that were grittier, and that was what horror was to mm-hmm. me. You know, I sort of like was an avid collector of the video nasties mm-hmm. back in the day, and I liked films that were nasty yeah. and dirty and gritty. You needed that grime and grit. And I mean, I like Scream, but it's got a fucking lot to answer for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> undoubtedly. Yeah, it's a fun movie, quite a clever movie. I do like it. But it's responsible for that teeny fucking yeah. horror shite, and I just fed up with it. Yeah, you know, and it's the same. I can't stand it. Also reminded me of American Horror Stories. Oh, okay. I fucking hate that show. I'm, I've watched three seasons. Two was okay, and then I just thought, fuck this. I can't be bothered. It's just although strangely, I nearly added to my list of like remakes. The town that said dreaded, uh, dreaded sundown. Oh, okay, yeah, that was a good movie, I and it was, on that, and it but... was made by Ryan Murphy. Mm. Who his work I can't stand. Yeah, but I like that film. I was debating on that, but it's one of those I want to watch them both back to back again. It really cement in my brain because the, the the remake kind of cleverly is a remake, but also acknowledges the existence of the film, first film. Oh, okay. Um, mm, okay. I think they have like a festival where they show it, but then it starts happening in real life or something. Um, but right, Ratchet, no, yeah, I don't think I saw. No, I haven't seen the remake. I tried to watch Ratchet. 
which is Ryan Murphy. I watched oh, one, God, episode. I did the same. one episode. It was so gaudy in colour. But it was not that. They just made her a bitch from the start. And it's like, she wasn't that sort of character to me. No. She was a Jobsworth. Yeah. But she wasn't a psycho. Did she murder someone in that first episode as well? I'm trying to remember. I can't even remember. It's like, that's to me not what the character was about. And I really love Cookies. And stuff. I tried to watch movie. that series of American Horror Story <laughs> that was set in um, a summer camp. I was at home after oh, the okay. 80s. Yeah. And I turned that off as well. It got so stupid. Everybody was the killer. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, fuck off. The last one I watched was season three was The uh, Witches. Yeah. And I got, we got bored with that. I just can't be bothered watching anymore. I watched the hotel one. The only good thing about that, strangely, was Lady Gaga. She was really good in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just... Oh, it's To me, it's a horror show made by people who don't know what horror is, don't understand horror. Oh, okay. That's yeah. the yeah. feeling I get. They've had horror explained to them. Yeah. And thought, oh, okay, we can do this. Yeah. Uh, every experience. Uh, I mean, it's, they made Glee. Says it all. Yep. <laughs> okay. Right, moving on then. Sorry, Glee fans. <laughs> Number eight, Old by uh, okay. Shyamalan. Yeah, did see it. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And there are some good ideas in the film. There's like, because they're aging, they age very rapid. There's a scene where one of the teenage girls grows up, gets all hormonal, has sex with one of the boys, instantly becomes pregnant over the period of an hour, right. has the baby, and that baby instantly dies of neglect. Because they're all aging oh, so yeah, fast, okay, so it, it needs feeding. That's and, quite clever. Yeah, and I like that was a clever idea. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's, a, what, there's a young woman in it who starts progressing age-wise very fast, but she's got a calcium deficiency. So she kind of becomes all bent and fucked up like overnight from like, not being able to keep on top of this. There was some really good ideas <laughs> in it, but the problem is I have the same problem I have with most Shyamalan films, the clunky fucking dialogue. Oh, okay. I, he, he doesn't write dialogue well. He just didn't put himself in it, did he? Yeah, he is in it. Oh, fuck. He doesn't have a bloke talking about hot dogs, does he? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're a cool shape. They're yeah. a protein. Like I say, it's a good ideas, but I fucking hate his Although, dialogue. saying that bit was cool that you mentioned about the baby worm, that's now raising other issues for me. Because if you're aging that quickly and this kid's died because of a, was it like malnutrition or whatever it was? Or yeah, just Does that not happen to the other people? If you're aging that quickly over and you haven't had anything to eat that day, they did you're have not some getting food. enough food I think, to then last you for what's the equivalent of 20 years. They, did, they, wear, they all wearing the same clothes. Yeah. So the, the kids' clothes are still fitting them when they're... Yeah, okay. I mean... <laughs> Fair enough. That, there's a myriad of problems. It's, there's no way I could fit in the stuff I wore when I was a child. It's like an overlong Twilight Zone episode. Oh, okay. okay. It's a good idea. It's like... The film, you know, is it? It's too long. Okay. <laughs> I felt old when I finished that show. <laughs> Maybe that was the point. It's just his dialogue. I can't get my head around Shyamalan's dialogue. He writes people robotically. I think he's trying to write sort of clever Tarantino-esque But he's not, ta- he's not Quentin Tarantino. Which I think is what he tried to do with that whole hot dog thing. You write some little yeah. abstract conversation. But Tarantino is good at that shit. He's not. No. Okay. You know? And his films are so hit and miss for me. I mean, I love The Sixth Sense. And Unbreakable is a great film. Oh, Unbreakable was good. And so was um, Split. But glass they, was fucking yeah, awful. They completely dropped the ball with glass. Yeah, I mean, what really annoyed me about that was the speed with which they killed Bruce Willis's character. Yeah, well, the end of the puddle. Yeah, I know it's established that he can drown. Yeah, nah, shit. Yeah. Okay, uh, seven. Mm-hmm. I've got Spiral, the Book of Saw. Okay, yeah. Fundamentally, it's boring. Yeah, it had. Yeah, yeah. It's it boring. Had, it had some moments, but it was still yeah it was predictable, predictable and boring. Yeah. I mean, and even the things that like Saw became synonymous with, like the the traps, mm. they're all a bit dull. You know what? I can't even remember that much about no what was in it. No, just dull. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Six was a film that it, it isn't 
terrible, but I just remember being, because I loved the original so much, I was okay. just really, really disappointed with it, and that was Don't Breathe 2. Oh, okay. I don't think I'd have put that on the worst list, to be honest. <laughs> yes, you've got a major twi- the change of protagonists, kind of. They tried to T2 him up. Yeah. Yeah, we, had, the, we had this conversation, yeah, didn't we? And yeah. it didn't work for me. No. It's, there's, there's nothing redeemable about this character. If You have to kind of forget what he did previously but to I kind of get in with it, yeah. Yeah, I can't do that. But then again, by the same thing, we all kind of... It's not the same, but then we, we all cheered on Freddy and Jason and so on, and they mass murderers or whatever. But Yeah, but this, that is why the... Well, one of the reasons why the Nightmare on Elm Street remake faltered so much. Because they suddenly turned him into a kiddie fiddler rather than... Yeah, he made him a child yeah. rapist, and yeah. and that I mean, Freddy was a child killer, and I don't yeah. know why we're that's not, more. We're not saying that's a good thing. No, but, but you kind of did. Freddy's yeah. almost like an anti-hero. Yeah, you kind of watch those films to see Freddy do his thing. Yeah, but you can't get behind a child rapist. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. You like, oh, well, there's nothing I'd give a shit about this character. No, now just kill him and be done with it. It became it becomes impossible in good conscience yeah. to cheer Freddy on yeah. in doing his thing. But in the original ones, you can have like, well, this character's a dick. I'm quite happy to see Freddy kill him. Whereas in the new one, you're like, I just want him to kill him now. He's a fucking child molester. Kill him. Yeah, it was a weird move. Yeah, I don't know why. You, you know, Freddy, Freddy is like, he's an American icon. Mm. Even if you haven't seen Nightmare on Elm Street, you know Freddy Krueger is. He's like Elvis Presley. <laughs> yeah. He is. Yeah. And you hear the name and you, you'll know the hat and the jumpsuit. So to take that character and do something so awful to it yeah. makes yeah. it, makes it, you can't get behind that category, and it ruins the film. Yeah. Well, no, lots no. of things ruin that yeah. film, but that <laughs> is one of its major down these flaws. Yeah. So don't breathe too. Yeah, I, I was just so disappointed. I love the original, love it, and I was disappointed. Number five is a classic horror story. Is that? Oh, well, no, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it, I think it's on Netflix. It came okay. out on Netflix, and um, I thought you was going to add to it. It's a classic horror story, and it's called. No, it's called. It's called a classic okay. horror no, story. It's like a slasher movie, and it was just <clears> shit. I don't think of. Caught that one at all? There's so much better. I can't remember. Okay, fair enough. It's shit. It, it was very was much there like anyone in it. I can't remember. Okay, yeah, fair, <laughs> enough, fair enough. It kind of was very much like Fear Street. Okay. Oh, I've just thought of something that is going to be on your list because it's going to have the word snorkel. Yeah, I just, <laughs> <laughs> just can't remember your review, but yeah. Number four okay. was the utterly pointless Wrong Turn remake. Oh fuck yeah, that was shit. What the fuck was that about? Yeah, I, hate I mean that film's what. 15 years old? I can't if I reviewed it or not. I, know. I don't know. Going to, but... And yeah. they're not... They're done away with are the mountain men, the, yeah. the, well, the, the human mountain men. Not the hills of ice type people living in the woods now. Rather. They're like this weird cult. Fucking hipsters. Yeah. yeah. Some weird cult. He's and got his slick back here and his neatly trimmed beard. They kidnap you. Yeah. And you can live if you join them. Well, this whole thing was they. the only reason they got involved was because one of their people got killed accidentally. Yeah. No, I didn't like it. I was just like, what the fuck is this? I wanted... Mountain men. Red fucking with bows and arrows. Yeah. 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 Not like a community of fucking hipsters. Yeah. Living off the grid. I mean, that's another series that kind of went downhill and what mm. went on. And they couldn't even redeem the last one by having Doug Bradley in it. I didn't get that far. I saw up to three. You know, they, they became more about the gore and less about the story, which they like saw. But... but then their gore became more and more CGI as well. Yeah. And it just lost. Yeah. No, I'll agree with that. I'd forgotten about that film and it was shit. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I have a, a place in my heart for the original one. Yeah. Uh, it's not the greatest, but I still... It's, yeah, it's still a fun enjoyable. movie. Yeah, yeah. With some good core scenes in it. Um, number three, Paranormal Activity, oh, okay, Mr. Kim. Yeah. Which I did describe as Paranormal yeah. Snortivity. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that one. just boring. <laughs> and it bears... Li- I, I still stand by the fact that I don't even think it was originally filmed. You know that these do with Hellraiser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got to the point where Hellraiser where Dimension Films would take a script they had. And they'd shoehorn in. Yeah, shoehorn in the set of bites and you'd have like pin edit for five minutes at the end. To be fair, I, I didn't watch any after number four. 
But I've heard enough of that to know that the space one's the last one I watched out of the Hellraisers. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I just didn't bother after that. <laughs> maybe one day, maybe that's something we'll have to do at another point, and we'll have to fucking. Yeah. I don't know if we need to put ourselves through that torment, but maybe. maybe no. We'll give them a go. No. I mean. Just to see exactly how fucking bad they are. Part eight, I think Hellworth, even Lance Henriksen can't fucking redeem that film. Oh, okay. And I love Lance Henriksen. Yeah. I don't know. This is the, the paranormal activity. I mean, you're not a fan of the others anyway. I don't care that much. But okay. even if you were, you wouldn't like this. Okay. It's, it's shit. Yeah, that's fair enough. Number two is a film I fucking warned you not to watch, and you ignored me. This is what I started to watch yesterday. And you regretted it. Yeah. <sighs> Army of the Dead. I know, I know. I, I said, was... don't watch it. You don't like <laughs> Zack Snyder. You don't like all that slow-mo shit. And you ignored me, and you deserve everything you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I never finished it. <laughs> I put it on and I was like, just going through Netflix. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll give it a go. Let me just see if it is that bad. Or whether you're just being a bit of a curmudgeon. I'll, I'll give it a try. I did 45 fucking minutes. There's still like nearly two hours left of that shit. They haven't even got the fucking Vegas yet. I hated it. Yeah. It was, it was so fucking boring and not, uh, I don't know what the word is, pretentious. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It is pretentious. The, the, the fucking, you get that little... There's a little bit at the beginning, and then when your credits come on, that's a 10-minute slow-motion credit sequence of people's names, and fuck, I don't want a 10-minute credit sequence. No. I don't know. Everything about it was fucking boring. Yeah, I agree. Utter dog shit. It was like, I'm 45 minutes in, at least, if not a little bit over. They haven't fucking left yet. They started off with, we've got 96 minutes to go and do this mission, and then by the time he's gathered his ticket, 96 minutes, fuck. <laughs> 96, that had been brief when it didn't even get there. 96 hours to do this mission. That would have made the film 96 minutes too long. <laughs> <laughs> the film's already more than 96 minutes too long. Yeah. But, well, yeah, so you got you got 96 hours to go and break into this vault before the city gets nuked. Yeah. And then by the time he's gathered his team, it was like, right, you've now got 33 hours. We'll leave at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> fucking hell, how much of a fucking... Just keep shortening your time. Yeah. And then there was that... The weird thing as well was they got the helicopter pilot. You can't fly in. It's a no-fly zone, but you're okay to fly out. Why are you okay to fly out of an infected quarantine zone? Yeah. Surely you don't give a shit if someone flies in. That's their fucking big deal. But yeah, you once you're in, you're in. flying out, surely. Yeah. But I haven't seen the end, so I don't know where it goes. We decided one morning we were going to have breakfast in bed and watch a film. Okay. I thought, we'll watch a horror film, because they're short. Usually, a good horror film is an hour and a half. Yeah, you don't need much. They don't outstay their welcome. That's the, that's the best length for a horror film. Yeah. Marie decided to choose Army of the Dead. Okay. And it's Zack Snyder, so I was instantly... <laughs> against it but I thought okay whatever uh, we had a breakfast we lay in bed it went on and on got through about two hours I was like is this film ever going to fucking end I think I had bed sores by the time I finished watching it <laughs> yeah my, my limbs had gone into anthropology is there an alien thing in it because that's the one thing that intrigued me a little bit right at the beginning when they're transporting the, the cargo I don't remember an alien being in it but there was a, there's two lights in the sky in the background Yeah, and as the the truck or whatever goes, I can't remember if it goes through a checkpoint or whatever, and these two lights suddenly just flash overhead. So I didn't know if there was something space related. I don't even remember. But I'm glad that you can build a really strong, secure cargo, whatever it was, transport cage that the door just fucking falls off. No issues <laughs> at all. Yeah, that's some shoddy building right there. And if you're going to get a blowjob whilst you're in your car, pull over. Yeah, yeah. Pull over or pull out. One or the other, because <laughs> you're not going to be able to drive whilst you're doing that. No. And it also required, I'm going to moan one more little bit. This is one for a whole fucking episode, man, about this. You can moan, and I get it, but I fucking warned you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, for us to do an episode on it, we'd mean have to watch it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not watching that again. It re- required two vehicles heading in opposite directions on an empty road 
completely abandoned at night, not to spot the headlights of the other vehicle. Fucking, I know one of them's getting his dick sucked, but come on, you're still going to notice. And the other two guys in the lorry, the army lorry are chatting, and you can see them being illuminated from the headlights, and not one of them's going, oh, fuck, hang on a minute. Mm. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I hated it, hated it. I said this last... I should have listened to you. I said this last episode, and I'm not going to keep saying it, because <laughs> please stop giving Zack Snyder money to make films, because... Oh, <laughs> I know. You know, like I say, I'm sure he's a nice bloke, and I empathised with him when uh, he had to pull out of... Um, what film was it? Oh, it was Justice League, because his oh, kid died and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, fucking yeah, that's awful. Not good and, you know, they had... I mean, I, I, you know, sometimes you can't blame it, the, the fault no. of a film on, on any one person. They handed the reins over to Joss Whedon, who I've always really liked. Mm. Things are a bit different now. I always liked Joss Whedon mm. as a writer-director. You yeah. know, I, I love the Avengers. Uh, I'm a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Mm-hmm. So Joss Whedon couldn't do anything with that yeah. either. Yeah. Whether that's the fault of like what Snyder laid out or not, I don't know. But he just, oh, this film's just, it's just so pretentious. It's all eye candy. You know, Sucker Punch. What oh, the fuck God, was yeah, that yeah. about? Yeah, it was someone's dreams of the moment they're being yeah. lobotomized. Yeah. But we're going to make that into like a two-hour film. Yeah. Oh, I had a thought of something to do with Army of the Dead and this slow motion shit. I don't know. Let's, let's move away from that. It was a shit film and I completely agree that it was... Yeah. yeah. It should be I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just going to do that. I told you so. And of course, they've done that Army of Thieves was this prequel and there's going to be a fucking Army of the Dead series. I'm going to ignore both those yeah. things. Yeah. Fuck that. Oh, quick quick bit of news (laughs) for anyone who cares, because I am quite excited about this. I am a self-confessed huge Mike Flanagan fan. And uh, I don't know if you, did you see? um, I was getting confused with Mickey Flanagan then. Did you see Midnight Mass? No, I still haven't seen it. Oh, he didn't he do House on Haunted Hill? Not Haunted Hill. Haunted Hill House. Haunted uh, Haunted Bly Manor. Yeah, Yeah, love those. I love love his films. Um, It took me a while to warm my dog to sleep, but. Eventually, I've been watched the director's cut. I oh, just I loved seen it. Seen the director's cut. I've seen that. I need to. Yeah. yeah uh, Hush. Mm-hmm. Absentia. Uh, it, I just love. He's one of the, the the best filmmakers working the whole at the minute. I think, and he is doing a Netflix series of the Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, okay. Um, Ed Gallen Poe. Yeah. He's just cast Mark Hamill. All oh, right. Okay. Which is awesome. So yeah. <laughs> Calm down, Lee. He's not going to have a lightsaber in this, okay? No. He's not going to be drinking blue milk. I, I, I love Mike Flanagan. I think yeah. he's, he's... He won't be doing his Joker voice either. <laughs> Curses. Yeah, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay. That's just a, a brief flash okay. of news there. Um, um, your number one shittest film of the year, though, so far. Escape Room 2, Tournament of Champions. I haven't seen either, to be honest. I've heard good things about them. It's the first one, then. I've heard good things about... I don't like... I didn't like the first one. Okay. Marie went to the cinema to see it, said it was enjoyable. Watched like, it, and it kind of is... This is worse than Army of the Dead? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yep. Okay. That, yeah, okay. Escape Room 2. I kept calling it Breakfast of <laughs> Champions. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um... Oh, my God. It's all manner of... Nothing about this film makes sense. Okay. It's ludicrous. And awful in so many ways I do need to watch them both in a way you're going to do it again I know I know <laughs> how, how bad is the first one the first one is one of them films where it's it's, it's not awful it's enjoyable enough but disposable kind of way you okay. watch it you have a you have a reasonably good time with it and then you forget it ever existed because I it's something I ignored but I keep hearing things about it where people mention so yeah it was good uh, uh, and okay. then it's alright it's kind of like a bit meh and then the second one is just none of it makes any sense it's utterly fucking ludicrous Um, like your breakfast of champions yeah I don't know why all the way through I got to the end and I was really surprised no one had a breakfast (laughs) (laughs) it's it's, it's just shit okay 
Um, I may look at it briefly. Yeah. But I, I doubt it. If it's worse than fucking Army of the Dead and the wrong turn remake and all that sort of thing, I'm just, yeah. It, we, I saw the version, uh, and apparently they were cut out of the theatrical release, but they, in the version that I saw, they had, they incorporated the, the, the daughter of the designer of the escape rooms. Okay. And she was played by, um, is it Isabel Furman, who was the girl in The Orphan? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's her name. They restored those yeah. scenes for the, but they were utterly pointless. Oh, right. Okay. There's just uh, nothing about the film had any point to it. Yeah. It was just, and, and the escape rooms have got so ridiculous. Okay. That's shit. That, that is easily my least favorite okay. film of the year. So if you were going to put it for a, a non horror film, where in that list for worst films of the year would Venom versus Carnage go? Oh fucking hell! <laughs> just out of curiosity to know what, give me another scale of where this. Were this is. A, were this a just a, a non-horror? I yeah. that probably number two. Oh okay. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, comedy sidekick. Yeah, uh, I mean, I didn't really like the first one that much. No, I didn't. But okay. they, they, said, I think they tried to take everything that worked with the first one and make it more of a thing in the second one, yeah. and it didn't work at all. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. No, I didn't like it. But... No, I, I was never a Venom fan. Either. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Spider-Man fan since I was a kid, and I read the comics. You love the comics. So you see the new one. Sorry, you're booked to see the new one. Yeah, on the day. Yeah. yeah no, we're... mine's on a Friday. Uh, we're going on the Saturday, I think. My daughter, who's a huge Spider-Man fan, I think she's going for like the midnight showing or oh, something yeah. like that. She's because she doesn't want it spoiled. Yeah. Uh, she she's at that age where she's in love with. It's my daughter's birthday on the Thursday. Oh yeah. So we're going to go for her birthday treat. We're going to go on Saturday because then we haven't got to worry about. It. Yeah. So we'll um, we also, I also have a five-pound bet with my daughter that uh, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in it. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm utterly convinced they're yeah. in it. I think she's going to lose. I think it's <laughs> Marvel Studios' worst kept secret. Yeah, well, they even released. I don't know if you saw it. They released a trailer recently, and then they released a Brazilian trailer. Oh, did they? With a slightly extended version of one of the same scenes, and oh, there's I a scene the Brazilian where trailer was slightly shaved and neat. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit shaved <laughs> off. There's a scene where Spider-Man leaps off a piece of scaffolding or something, and he's he's heading, and at the same time, Electro, the Sandman, mm-hmm. yeah. and the Lizard, and Elizabeth, yeah, are in it, uh, leaping back at him. Mm-hmm. And on the Brazilian one, I don't know why they did it. They did it on purpose as a teaser. There's a scene where something digitally arrayed so you can't see punches lizard in the side of the head from oh, a different okay. angle oh, right. and it's very possible because yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel have a history of digitally erasing things yeah, they, they often from their trailers, trailers yeah. Yeah, and, um, characters in that it's almost like one of the other Spider-Men have jumped off something and punched him in the side of the head well I wondered that on even the original trailer there was a was he in like a black suit and he was running through an office or something Yeah, and I wondered if that was someone else I don't know there's a scene at the end of the trailer where oh, um, one of the other Spider-Men yeah, there's a scene at the end of the trailer where the where the new MJ uh, Zendaya or whatever her name is just falling off something, mm-hmm. and uh, what Spider-Man reaches for her, but yeah. it's not Tom Holland's suit glove; yeah. it's Andrew Garfield's glove. Oh, okay, so I'm looking forward to seeing. He seemed to do. We're really digressing. I thought about Spider-Man movies, and yeah. Things, but considering this is our, <laughs> our top ten remakes, he seemed to do another animated one as well, the Spider Verse. Oh, really? Yes, I really it's enjoyed part that one as well. The next one is it? Yeah. Yeah, the clip that they've shown it looks like it starts exactly where the last one finished where Miles is laying in bed and the portal opens above him and Spider Gwen is there and it starts from that point onwards oh, it's right, got cool. a little clip of that and then a bunch of bizarre shit I can't tell what the fuck is going on Yeah, but I really like that it was a really good Spider-Man movie I see a thing the other day and it was like quite funny. It was like, uh, at this point, is there anybody who isn't going to be in the new Spider-Man film? And somebody <laughs> underneath had put, Uncle Ben. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, we have. This is, sorry, this is a horror podcast, and we've we've moved on to Spider Man for some reason. But it's Spider Man, so you can forgive us. Is it genetic aberration? Does it sort of count as horror? Yeah. Some people find spiders creepy. Yeah, it's mutant. Yeah. Okay, that will count. Some <laughs> um, people have arachnophobia. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know how we got on Spider Man. I am looking forward to it. I should. Oh, because I mentioned Ben. I do think I'm going to um, win that five pound bet. Well, maybe we'll have a, a one-off non-horror chat because we'll have to have a, maybe we want to quickly discuss the new Spider-Man. Because maybe we can we can discuss we it. Can, at the we end can of... do a, a once yearly non-horror chat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it is going to be a big movie. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if I'm right or not. Yeah, I, I, I do really want to see it. We should be going on Saturday, mm. my daughter's birthday. I'm going to take a couple of friends with her or something, and we'll just have a they're going to annoy me because it'll be kids. But yeah, yeah, that should be good. So uh, anyway. Okay. What's the plan for the next one? Are we going to look at our Stephen King adaptions? Oh, we could do, yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah, there's people I still need to talk to regarding that. Uh, an interview we might be doing at some point. I'll yeah. To get that, we just need a date bit. to sort out dates and things amongst ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've actually got my my Stephen King list is just about done. So we we planned this out a little while ago. I've just got to rewatch a couple of things just to get them a bit fresher in my brain and see what they. Yeah. I um, haven't even attempted to do mine yet. I think when we we done the list so far back in time, it was before Doctor Sleep, or around the time Doctor Sleep had just... I hadn't seen it at the point. Yeah. Doctor Sleep was a funny film. I went to the cinema to see it. I love the book. I love Kubrick's film. Mm -hmm. And I love Mike Flanagan. And I went in it thinking, yeah, this is going to be awesome. I loved what he did with Gerald's Game. That was a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I came out really conflicted. I wasn't sure if I liked it or not. Yeah, so I wrote a review and it was like the yeah. most conflicted I've ever been trying to. But yeah. then I watched the director's cut, which is about 40 minutes longer yeah. and adds a lot more in. And I thought, I was wrong. This is brilliant. Okay. We might be giving too much away here then for the Stephen King list. Maybe. Yeah. I, I still haven't seen the director's cut, which is what I want to do. To yeah, maybe kind you of should watch it. Mind. It adds a lot to the film. The thing is, I, I like a lot of the shit Stephen King films as well. Mm. I like Graveyard Shift. Nope. I like The Mangler. I think our list is going to be very different. <laughs> oh, yeah, but they, 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 might, they might not. But I quite like the Mangler. Mm. Everyone, like, even though he was off his head on coke, everyone likes seeing the fucking lorry driving around with a green goblin face. And he doesn't like maximum overdrive. It's shit, but, you know. Can we both agree <laughs> that our lists probably won't feature Lawnmower Man? Oh, no, 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 that's not going to. And the Langoliers. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean, that's a two-part TV movie, isn't it? And the first part, yeah, I quite again, liked. I, I did that with it in this one, because that was a TV movie sort of two-part mini-series thing or yeah. whatever. But the, and I can't, still count the new one as a remake. I think the first half of the Langoliers I was quite I was on board with a little bit. I thought, oh, I like the mystery. There's of, badly CGI fucking space testicles or something. That's like. the end. I know. Yeah. It's not, no, I'm not going to include it. It's not a good movie. Oh, yeah, no. But the story, I mean, I've read the, the short story and I quite like that. I've never read that one. Yeah, it's all I right. I was trying to think there was another, I said the man, but there's an, I'm sure there's another shitty Stephen King film that I actually quite like. Never mind. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll probably be doing that next time then. Yeah. If, if not, it'll be it'll be soon. It'll be coming up in the next couple of episodes if we don't do it next Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, then. But anyway, for now. <laughs> it's going to be a long episode. Have a nice Christmas. Yeah. And, uh, we'll Merry Christmas. See you in the year, all that sort of thing. We'll see you in the new year. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. Ta-da. Bye. Bye. devil's work.